Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyer up 904. Jacksonville. They are not ready for prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. That's the name. Prime time. Prime time. What time is it? Showtime prime time. It's XL Prime Time featuring Joe C. Why in the world am I sitting back and being quiet about this? Matt Hayes. Suck it up, Buttercup. Mia O'Brien. My nose just decided to start bleeding. And Leon Searcy. Now you're yeah. just talking Tom yeah. Fuller. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Friday. The weekend is upon us. The Jaguars at the bank hosting the Dallas Cowboys. XL Primetime ready to crank it up on a big hair. Heavy metal Friday. We'll ask for some of your song suggestions. JJ, the DJ, will take over a little bit later on. We'll give you all the details on that. But, you know, you you pretty much got a feel on a Friday as to where your football team's going on Sunday. So we're going to ask all of Duval what they think about this game. With the Cowboys coming to town, listen, the last time the Cowboys and the Jaguars met up, it was a 40-7 to beatdown, okay? That was in 2018. So, let's hope that this football team uh, has got a little more defensively this go-around, and I think we're pretty sure that uh, Trevor Lawrence and company has got things going a little more offensively than maybe we've seen in years past. So, a Friday, we're going to set it all up. It's going to be a bunch of Jaguar football. We've got bowl games that we got to talk about because Florida plays tomorrow. A handful of other bowl games will be up for grabs starting tonight into the weekend. So, we'll definitely do a little bowl bonanza a little bit later on. But <clears throat> primarily, people, it's going to be Jags, Jags, Jags. And we'll set up a Twitter poll for you and also get you involved by hitting the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. But let's just start out. Damn you, Brock Purdy. Okay, I'm betting against the rookie, Leon. Mr. Irrelevant, he is he is very relevant in my betting world right now. Okay. I can't I can't extinguish this guy. I thought maybe some extra well, tape on him last night might do the trick. No. Well, well we thought as at some particular point that, that we were gonna figure Brock Purdy out. We yeah. figured that he could not continue on this run that he's that he's that he's had over the last couple of weeks. I mean, listen, the kid is completing over sixty five percent of his passes. He has a hundred percent rating, and he's only thrown two interceptions and six touchdowns. It's crazy. Uh, it's, 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 it, but, but the biggest story is I'm watching the game as a, as a former offensive lineman. I'm watching uh, Nick Bo- I'm watching oh. Bosa. I, I, and listen, I'm looking at Bosa, bro, and, and you're talking about someone who, who's suffocating. I mean, I mean, as an offensive lineman, when you, when you watch film on the defensive guy, the, the, I'm telling you the things that you watch. You watch, his, his, you watch his stand, you watch his get off, and you watch how physical he is. Nick Bosa is all of that. I mean, he's absolutely all of that. I mean, he no wasted moment. His inside move, his hand slap move, his run around you move. I mean, every everything about, and it's not necessarily sad. He just disrupts the pass. Doesn't he make it absolutely look simple? He does make it. He makes it look simple, simple because he, he's a master of his craft. He knows what he's doing. Before he puts his hand on that ground. I swear, I'm watching two or three plays last night, and I'm like, why can't Trayvon Walker do this or whatever? And, and I basically, it's because he makes it look so easy. That's It's like an artist that you're looking at, like, why can't I do the same thing? It was against two rookie tackles, although they've been pretty effective for Seattle so far. Mm-hmm. And that's my storyline coming out of this one because, you know, obviously uh, following Brock Purdy from mm-hmm. here in the great state of Florida, 
back, he in, looks back like... in the even greater state of Iowa, um, knew, knew that this was possible if he was put into Kyle Shanahan's offense. Here is a not-so-hot take, but perhaps it is fact for you guys. Mm-hmm. If George Kittle doesn't end up in San Francisco, I'm not sure he becomes who he is as a tight end. Oh, Shanahan's definitely a great because schemer and play caller. Coming, I mean, sure. obviously he falls to the fifth round. Mm-hmm in the 2017 NFL draft. But I can tell you this, knowing his personality that you guys see now every day on social media, you mm-hmm. see it when he's on the field, having covered him specifically during mm-hmm. my time there, he was the type of guy that you could tell was bursting at the seams to not only have this personality, but to be in an offense that is so based around the tight ends, mm-hmm. the short, quick passing game. But now we've seen that offense take it to an even greater oh, level. Yeah. Take it yeah. to an even greater level. And, well, you know, George said it in the pregame to Tony Gonzalez. He was like, look, yeah, my numbers aren't what they used to be, but now we've added this dimension with Christian McCaffrey that, quite frankly, we didn't have before. And so my storyline coming out of this one is not so much even about Brock Purdy as it is how explosive is this 49ers offense versus are the Seahawks fading? Are they well, going to Oh, the yeah, playoffs? they're fading. Okay, they've lost five of the last six. There's no doubt about it. Is the Geno they- experiment over? Are they taking a quarterback at two? Well, I think, I think it was a great story to see Geno Smith rise up after basically being – lost and, and, and forgotten, basically, in, in the NFL world. Mm. And he was able to at least come back. And, and while Russ was rusting in Denver, he was shining up in Seattle. And so I, I, I give him a lot of credit. But they had a difficult time protecting him last night. And uh, Kenneth Walker just barely getting back to where he, he's at least healthy. Because when Geno had it going, Kenneth Walker was running the football. And, and they were making plays defensively. But, heck, they go down the field. One of the defenders for, for San Francisco puts a knot on on the receiver, pops the ball out. There was like a 14-point swing right there in, in, in a snap, and, and that's what San Francisco does. They are so good, Maddie, on the defensive side. And, and honestly, Shanahan just says, what pieces do I have to work with? Okay, all right, let's go, let's go make some O. So going back to Bosa, this is what frustrates me more than anything, and not just for the two edge guys here. Trayvon, Trayvon Walker and uh, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. but the entire D-line. And if you're talking about the odd front, essentially five of those guys. I mean, you, they don't affect the quarterback. It's not all about sacks. Everybody gets lost on sacks. Sacks are great, but it's not all about sacks. It's affecting what they do. Yeah. It's affecting how they have to roll a roll a, a, a block, a pass game. You know, you got to move the line left, right or left. You got to shift it left which means you can only do so many things on the right side with what you want to scheme up with these guys. You've got to literally scheme away from him. That's number one. Number two, the quarterback, and Leon knows this, mm-hmm. He Gino knew he was coming all night, and you could see it in Gino. He literally dropped back, and by the time, as soon as he hit that fifth step and hit, he was moving. Mm-hmm. He was moving immediately because he knew there was a problem. You're, you're not completing passes like that. It wrecks timing. It wrecks the quarterback's ability to throw with anticipation. It just wrecks the complete offense, and that's what is – that's affecting the quarterback. Sacks are great, but that is where it really happens. Yeah, but here's, here's – when it comes to the offensive line, we want to move things like an assembly line, all right? We want to meet the defenders. We want to move them up and down the line. And when you've got – when there's a glitch in the assembly line right. and the packages are, True. Are, are falling off the table, right. that's when we get worried. If we can move you, if we can move you from right to left, we're good. Yeah. The problems we have is guys who, like you said, affect the the flow of the assembly. Yeah. Guys who create glitches, that like Nick Bosa. Oh my he God. creates glitches that we don't like to have to deal with in a game. And that's the whole the whole premise behind a defensive front 
and the rush is to affect the to, to become that glitch, mm-hmm. to make the offensive line uncomfortable in their protections. And that's what he does. Which makes and the quarterback which uncomfortable. Which makes the quarterback uncomfortable, yes. wherever it comes yeah. from. Yeah. I mean, if you're running twists, are you running games? If you're running slants, you're running angles. If you're a four-man front, you're bringing all that kind of stuff. If there's any glitch in our game, that's when it becomes concerning. Mm-hmm. And a guy like Bosa, that's what he is. He's that glitch. Oh. Wherever he is, well, you know where he's lined up. He's going to be to the quarterback's left. And I'm telling you, before that quarterback snaps that ball, he's looking left, like making sure Plus, you got And this got is my him. point, right? And this yeah. is my point, and I want you to talk about this as well. It's not just if he's that good, which he is, okay, mm-hmm. and he continues to make plays in games, which he does, it's not just the plays where he affects the quarterback. Even when he's getting blocked, you're still concerned about him. Yeah, oh, yeah. The quarterback is still concerned about him. The line is still concerned about him. Mm-hmm. Everything is sped up. Timing is sped up. So it's not just it's not just when he gets there and when he affects them. It's you know he's there. Yeah, as a quarterback, some particular point, you know you're going to either you're going to get one or two things. You're going to get well three things actually. You're going to get pressured by him. You're going to get your lineman pushed into you, or you're going to get sacked. All right. Now and he's a big dude, and he's a big dude. All right. <laughs> so you know, at some particular point as a quarterback, you're going to feel that pressure on your left side. All right. And if you're if you're worried about what's going on in your left. And you're not thinking about what's going on in the field. That's what that affects your timing as a thrower. Because if you're worried about getting hit, your progress you can't go through your progressions and your no, you're timing. You're staying left and mid. Exactly. You're staying exactly. left and mid, man. That's, you are not going. That's right. how he affects the quarterback. You are not going right because if you go right, you're going to get killed. And then guess who else shines? Secondary shines. Okay, yes. that's the whole combo, man. Is that you put pressure, decisive or, or decisions need to be made much quicker. You need to be a decisive quarterback, and then all of a sudden, your your, your guys in coverage look a hell of a lot better. It, it's just the way it is. It's the combo action, and we, Plus, we and don't Leon. necessarily and, have and that. And Leon, here. I mean, quarterbacks can say, "Oh, that doesn't affect me. If I get hit, I get hit." They're crazy. They're lying. They're lying. lying. They're lying. And here's another thing: if, if and, and you shouldn't be ashamed or embarrassed to, to admit to it. If I'm Trayvon Walker, I'm Josh Allen. I'm watching that game last night. I'm taking notes. Mm-hmm. I'm taking notes. I'm, because when I, 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 you, even when I was an All Pro, I, I still fashions myself to watch other offensive linemen and how they play. Like. I'd never seen two of the most devastating offensive linemen outside of Basile to play with were Jonathan Ogden and Larry Allen. You think I wasn't going to sit there and take notes on Jonathan Ogden mm-hmm. and Larry mm-hmm. Allen? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Come on now. So I was trying to incorporate some of the stuff they had in their game right. in my game exactly. to make me a better player. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm those guys, I'm watching. I'm watching his momentum, his movement. What could I do in practice that will help elevate my game to the point where I'm – playing like that or above that. And here's the other thing, too. It's not like San Francisco is Washington where their entire front four were first-rounders. I understand Armstead and Nick Bosa Mm -hmm. were both first-rounders. But Dre Greenlaw, fifth round. Fred Warner, I know I'm looking in the back end right now. That's Mm -hmm. still okay. Fred Warner, third round. Akeem Spence, fourth round. Samson, fourth round. Drake Jackson, the rookie out of USC, second round pick. And that, that safety back there is just making play after play after play. Oh, and uh, yeah, you're talking about uh, yeah. Hufanga? Yeah. Fifth yeah. round pick. Yeah. Oh, and, and, wait, wait, wait. That and wait, cat makes and wait, plays. It gets better. Hufanga, yeah. Greenlaw, Fred Warner, Drake Jackson, what do they all have in common? Oh, that's right. They were drafted by the San Francisco yeah. 49ers. I, I was screaming Hufanga like it was a cuss word last night, okay? That's what well, I was I mean, doing. I mean, honestly, if the pressure's not there, those guys are – you're not saying this about those guys. I'm telling you, you're not. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It, you're everything, not. everything happens front to back. There's no doubt about it. You know why Dewey got that pick? Yeah. Pressure. Exactly. Because I they mean, affected yeah, him. Yeah, there's, there's no question. You make a 
quarterback uncomfortable and he gets rid of the ball faster, which means he doesn't necessarily – like Trevor, a couple of weeks ago, you can go back to that game against Detroit. He wasn't throwing guys open. He was throwing them and they should have been caught, but he wasn't as smooth and crisp. Why? Balls being – rushed out of his hands a lot quicker because of the pass pressure, and that's basically what it boils down to. All right, so you got Jags on the brain. What's it going to take? Now, here's a question to think about. Trevor's been playing his tail off, right? Ten touchdowns, no picks, last five games, quarterback rating, through the roof, just all sorts of gaudy good numbers. Dak Prescott's Dak Prescott. They, they, he is still a dynamic. Who has the better quarterback day? Who has the better quarterback day? J.J., you'll set that up as a Twitter poll, right? Yeah, Twitter poll question today brought to you by Beaver Toyota of St. Augustine. Who will have the better game? Yeah. Dak or Trev? And I wouldn't mind some predictions. Give give us a stat line uh, with that when you vote. Uh, just give us what you think it is. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and you also can, if you uh, don't want to get involved on the Twitter action yeah. of it, you can always hit the pop-off line with your thoughts for this Sunday's game. Here's what I'm envisioning on the pop-off line. I would like some smack talk towards the Cowboys, okay? I would like – normally pop-off is reserved just for Monday because you're either ticked off or celebrating. But how about a little smack talk to the Cowboy fan out there? Like, we had it suck at Mike Vrabel on Monday. You know, something for D-Town in Dallas. Because these Cowboys are rolling into our town. And I'd love to hear a little pop-off, 207-70-71, and talk a little smack. Well, listen, I've already got a taste of the Cowboys. They've, they've infiltrated Jacksonville yesterday yeah. at, the, at my uh, sanctuary. I uh -huh. call it a cigar lounge. Yeah. Well, loud and obnoxious and, really? and just annoying to me. Just – just Nothing like a, a big old Lone Star State yes. says, you know what? I want to get me a big old steak. I want to smoke me a big old steak. Oh, it was terrible. And then one of, then one of the, the locals at the cigar bar had to tell them, hey, you know, Leon used to play for the Steelers. Ah, oh, <laughs> then, then I had to, you know, then I had to smack talk back at them because they came yeah. at me. And you just want to be they back there. They came at me sideways. Yeah, you just want to be back there. Nah, I just was relax. trying to chill, bro. <laughs> About 95, or what was their go-to line? Well, of course, they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, the Super Bowl. They cut you deep, too. They, they did. They cut me to the white meat. It's all right. It's all good, you know. I was telling them, because one had one of the guys had a picture of all their rings and stuff like that, and I said, and he said, oh, this one yours, this is one yours. And uh, like, oh, yeah, you got, you got me pretty good. That said, is, that's rough yeah. treatment. Yeah, it is rough. All right, so come at the Cowboy on, if you Nobody can. Nobody lives in the past more than Cowboys No fans. one. Well, well, also, and no one goes to the Super Bowl every year. But like also, the FYI, they haven't done how long ago was that? 95? 95, so 95, 26 yeah. years ago? 95 season, 27 nice. years ago. And yes. Oh, by the way, um, Neil O'Donnell threw those picks because of pressure. Yeah. Not because he was sacked. Because true. of pressure. True. true. You look at any quarterback in the NFL, a majority of their interceptions are not because they're standing there clean throwing the ball. Mm -hmm. It's because... They're pressured. You have to affect the quarterback. It's not about sacks. True. All right. Now, uh, pop off. It's open for business. 904-207-7071. Uh, JJ, give us a little crank now, a little uh, big hair heavy metal right now. Because that's also up for grabs today. Get it. Big hair heavy metal Friday brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. They have been in business since 1998. And they serve roofing contractors and homeowners. And you want to see the quality of metal, man, they can give it to you. It's the number one First Coast MRS for metal roofing supply. 
firstcoastmrs.com. Log on, check them out. They've got just an incredible setup, and they'll make sure that they take care of you. If you're looking at a brand-new roof, you can put it right over the top of shingles, and you can make sure that you don't have insurance people knocking on your door saying, hey, you need to replace your roof because it will last, it will stand up, it will have that beauty and look that you're hoping for. So check out First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, but we want big hair and heavy metal. Uh, just come in with your suggestions. Uh, JJ, the DJ, will try and crank them out uh, and be creative because uh, we would love to hear some, some good music uh, on this Friday. So there's all the Jaguar talk out there and then also the NFL slate with three games tomorrow. Got a little triple header action tomorrow. We're going to look at these playoff scenarios because it's now full focus for Jacksonville. You beat Dallas. Tennessee loses to the L.A. Chargers. Things really swing in a positive direction for this club. Three games remaining before Tennessee and Jacksonville meet up here at the bank. Right, and don't forget who the Titans still have to play yeah. in the remaining four games. They have to play these same Cowboys again, and then they also have to play the Houston Texans as well. Yeah. So, are you saying there's a chance? Yeah, both teams get to play the Texans, and I'm hoping finally a, a, a losing streak to the Houston Texans finally comes to an end. And then also, if, if one of these teams can pick off the Cowboys, that will be a major step. Jacksonville, right now a four-point dog. It was a six-and-a-half-point line. It's down to four. And there are at least some believers out there that, that as we heard from Darren Woodson yesterday, if you can slow Dallas down early and just smother them a little bit, it can be a, a, a kind of a, a clunky game for them, and you, and you can certainly have a chance to win. But if they get up early and get going, they're tough to defend. They're tough to stop. Uh, and they got a lot of pieces working. Just take a look at what their pass defense and – and, and, and basically, wait, wait, wait. All can the I stars take a line from have. Matt Hayes? You want to know why you can't let Dallas get ahead? Pass rush. Yeah. Because then the pass rush gets after it. You pin your ears back it's and forget easy. about it. Yeah, it's easy to this see. This is not the Raiders, which, despite having Max Crosby, mm -hmm. who is a great pass rusher, at the same time, going down 17 nothing to the Raiders is a whole lot different than going down 17 nothing to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and, and they obviously can hit you score for score, but they can really. Get after your quarterback if you let them get up early. There's no doubt about that. Well, it's also an anniversary today, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need to get into Herb a little bit because this was basically, we set this up a, a year ago. It was an overnight transaction uh, that took place. It was, uh, you were coaching yesterday, I was now still you're not awake. coaching tomorrow. It was still Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. but it was uh, the, the 15th slash 16th uh, when it all went down. And Urban Meyer, a year ago, uh, summarily dismissed from his football team. So your memories for an 11-month man uh, that headed up your Jaguars, if you want to hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, you can do that, 641-1010. But then the other part of it is how much has changed? How much better do you feel? Like there was excitement in the last two off-seasons because of change. Doug Marone had been let go. Urban Meyer had been hired. Everyone was fired up. Urban renewal, urban revival, all the stuff. I fell in love just like a lot of other people did. 11 months later, it's busted, and we all know what happened. So here we are, a year removed from that, and how much better do you feel about your Jacksonville Jaguars? How much better? Well, I reshared on my Instagram yesterday, just like I uh, reshared the post that I had mm -hmm. after being up 40 or 42 hours after mm -hmm. Urban had been fired. Um, and my mom responded, and she was like, but it all led to Doug. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were. Uh, I was thinking Jaguars today was talking about this earlier, is that Herb came because of Trevor. If if Zach Wilson would have been, or this team would have been picking second, he very likely would not have taken this job. So were you 
Now, looking back, going, were you okay with that 11 months that didn't work out with the head coach just to see what you've got now in Trevor Lawrence? Honestly, you think about that. That, that was basically the exchange. Because if you didn't, you would be having Zach Wilson right now and some of the problems that New York has had with Zach Wait, wait, wait. You're trying to say if, if you didn't keep? If, if this team didn't have the number one overall selection, Herb would not have been here. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, I believe that firmly. He's got a big ego, man. I don't care. The You want to know how you win? He, he probably got... would have taken Justin Fields is what he probably would have done. Mm, eh, may, may, maybe you're right, but I, I just, I'm of the thinking he looked at the best possible situation to walk into, which was that number one pick, and it was that guy I know guy we all that thought that. I, I think he looked at the, the zeros. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, the seven zeros. Or... Oh, well, well, of course, yeah. M- money's always, yeah. I, I mean, I, look. I, he's paid well to do whatever I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I just think that if it, even if it was the two, he probably would have said, all right, I'll make it work with, Ju- mm-hmm. with Justin Fields. Because mm-hmm. at that point, he had already, quote-unquote, been researching the NFL for two years, mm-hmm. right? At least a year. Deep right, dive. Right. Deep at least dive. At least a good solid year. So I could easily see him say, we've got the better of the two quarterbacks anyway. We've got Justin Fields. He's mm-hmm. the better of the two quarterbacks. Right. And that might have been the, the, the scenario. If they were picking second, then that's the guy that, that would have come up there because of his relationship with him and his knowledge. Imagine that. Imagine mm-hmm. if – imagine if – Frank Gore doesn't get that first down, okay? Oh my gosh, yeah. He's and then the not only do you not have right do you not have the guy you have now, a quarterback. Yeah. You've got Justin Fields and Herb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My God. Yeah. And who knows whether it would have only lasted eleven months with Herb? I have no idea. I'm sure but, it would have. Same yeah. thing. But I mean, yeah. Lambo would but, but still once, be here, right? But once Herb leaves, <laughs> yeah. you still got been? you still got Justin Fields instead of Trevor Lawrence. Once yeah. Herb leaves. Oh, I know. I know. I, honestly, like I said, the 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 way it unfolded. As bad as it was, you still can look back and say, hey, this was all worth it because well, Trevor's wearing 16. But remember how content we were with that before it actually happened with the Frank Gore first down. So oh, we, were, we, were, we, were, we were content with the fact, okay, Justin Fields, he'll fit nicely. Yeah. In we were also content with Herb. We were thinking Herb was going to change Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Herb, then, yeah, yeah. We and were he so wasn't content. in the picture at that point, but at the very least, I don't yeah. know whether we were thinking Zach or – Well, he, prophes- he, listen, he wasn't he, in the picture for the 11 months. He prophesied – Matt Hayes prophesized it like somewhere in October. He said, "Wouldn't it be something that Irvin, we sign Irvin Meyer next year?" Remember you saying that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, It's happened. So you're to blame for all this. I am. It was it. something. I am to blame. It well, was. here's here's the thing: is we we back in November of 2020, we're like, okay, we get Fields. All right, that Zach Wilson kid's okay. Okay, cool. In the same vein, that I think a lot of folks up until this past week were like. It would be cool if we could knock off the Cowboys. Eh, even earlier this week, mm-hmm. eh, you know, Trevor's been balling. Maybe, maybe there's a chance. There's a chance, and I think that energy has now changed. And I think that's something. And I saw an article that Sports Illustrated and Jaguar reported earlier this week. They talked to Mike Tannenbaum and some of the folks over at the Thirty Third Team, and they said having Doug Peterson and having a Trevor Lawrence who is a top five quarterback should be raising the standards, not just of what is expected in that building, mm-hmm. but what the fan base expects as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, really, when you think about that. So you got all sorts of things to get into. We've uh, got some memes on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, Dak and Zeke hugging it up. Dak, I'm scared. We're about to play some real teams. I know. I'm scared too, baby. So just bring some heat against the Dallas Cowboys. We would love to hear it today. That's for sure. And Todd from New York does want to know, JJ, about Mario pulling in Pancake Honcho. Yeah. And the recruiting trail. Another win for John Ruiz. So, of course, I know we'll also touch on uh, the college ranks in the recruiting game because Miami is back. 
Maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. It's XL Primetime on a Friday. Big hair, heavy metal. Thanks to First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Lone Star State, nothing. Nothing good comes out of Texas, especially Cowboys. We all know Cowboys caught COVID. Let's get it, boys. But I'm a Cowboys fan, but at the end of the day, I think the Cowboys are going to screw up this game against Jacksonville. Big old D, you just got a taste of the AFC South. Now we're going to run right on over you because we ain't used to. We're from Florida, and you don't know Duval. It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. I didn't know cowboys cause COVID. Did I hear that right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's news to me. You learn something new every day, especially hey, on XL Primetime. You never know what's in those stirrups. You never know what's on those spurs, and it can spread fast uh, like a like a, a wildfire across the uh, prairie down there in Texas. Texas, honestly, uh, there are some cool towns, uh, and, and I like the great state. But the Cowboys are coming to town, so you got to draw a line in the sand. You're either on this side or that side, and I love it uh, hearing from Duval. We appreciate all of our friends on the pop-off line. Have your Modelo moment. 207-7071 is the number to leave a pop-off at. I also see plenty of folks on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, that number, 641-1010, who enjoyed Jeff Prosser's Back and forth with the folks from 105.3 in Dallas this mm-hmm. morning on the drill. In case you missed that, that is now up on the 1010XL YouTube channel as well as our SoundCloud page of the best of. And uh, Matt Hayes just listened to it. And those <laughs> Cowboys that caused COVID, uh, Matt, they, they don't like the word Duval for whatever the reason. I don't know I don't know what, what that shtick is. If, if that's really what you're going to poke fun at, yeah, I mean, there's nothing. a million other things from Urban Miller to the mascot with the, the Speedo on. Like, there's other things to poke fun at. And they went for the Duval. It's funny. There's no doubt about it. I, I you know, I got a little text this morning about it, and I listened to it. First off, process is great in the morning anyway. Yeah. But, but just listening to that, it's – it's a game. Look, the game is what it is on Sunday. This is this is where if you are a Jaguars player, this is what it's all about right now. Oh, this yeah. is where you make your bones because yeah. you are now in the thick of a playoff race. It's what December sixteenth. Yeah, you are in the thick of a playoff race in this city. Okay, yeah. for the first time since twenty seventeen. It's it was a December dream, and now it's, it's it's an opportunity. If you can't get ready, if you're a Jags player and you can't get ready for this game, mm-hmm. and you can't be completely geeked about playing in this game. Yeah. With the idea of, and they know the tech, the Titans are going to going to L.A. to play Oh, the Chargers, yeah, right? that's a 4 o'clock they know start, that, 4.15 right? kick, yeah. So if you can't get geeked about this playing, knowing that you can win this game, and they got a really good chance of losing out there in L.A., yeah. and then you control your destiny, oh. are you kidding me? Yeah. This is the biggest game in this city since 2017, easy, since the playoff game. Well, and, the Buffalo and playoff a lot game. of people mentioned it since that Seattle game in December, uh, and that was, that was uh, a, a moment – in, in Jaguar football time where they said, we we have it in front of us. We can get to the postseason. We just beat a quality Seahawks team here, uh, and it, it had everything. It really did have everything, including a uh, player almost trying to go up in the stands and all that. Mid-December, Joe, this, this club over the last two years was the worst club in the NFL, and by far, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in less than what? So, so – so uh, Doug was Dougie hired gets here in beginning what? of February. Beginning of February, Dougie gets here. So in less than ten months, they're playing a significant game on 
in the in the week of December 16. Are you kidding me? And by the way, after, if you can't get geek for that, if you're right. in that in that, in that building over there. Mm-hmm. Forget it. You and after going through a little bit of a mini losing streak and then turning things around, when people were starting to wonder again, where is this team going? And they've been able to bounce back. Doug met with reporters this morning at the bank. He said that he expects both corner Darius Williams and guard Brandon Scherf, who missed some time this week at practice with abdomen injuries, to play this Sunday. They were both limited in Thursday's practice. He also reiterated once again that outside linebacker Trayvon Walker, who has not practiced this week mm-hmm. with an ankle injury, is still regarded as day-to-day. Leon, how do you do that? How do you do that in that locker room this week if you're Doug Peterson? How do you approach it? Because they know what's going on with the Titans. They know the Titans are reeling. They know the Titans are flying all the way out to the West Coast to play a Chargers team that's in the hunt for, the, for an NFL playoff spot, okay? How, how do, you, do, you, do you say, look, this game, is, this game is huge, or do you just know it's just like any other game? No, no, it's not, just like, it's not like any other game, but you, all you can handle is what you have in front of you. Uh, the, the the Dallas Cowboys, right? And you build them up. You talk about their history. You talk about their success, and then you see the hell. Then you know what? After you do all that, you see the hell with them. They're in our house at the bank with our fans, with everything in the, everything on the line. They're in the way. All right. The hell with what what the Titans do. What, what what Doug Peterson is probably telling this team is: Listen, we win these four, we end, we host a playoff game. That's what he's telling them. We went out. We we went out. Beat the Titans, and we're the fourth seed. And we're, next thing you know, we're we're hosting a playoff. It's game almost what you guys did with the Bills. Remember what you said, you guys, I, when you figured out try, how are we going to block these guys? How are we going to do that? Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. So tell that story again. Well, right. well, well, what happened is when we we made the playoffs, we ran the table. We ran five straight. We were four and seven. We ran ninety six. Ninety six, right? So our first game was against Buffalo. Buffalo the playoff in the playoffs at home were ten and zero. They had never lost in the playoffs ten and zero. They were giving us all these stats about the great Bruce Smith and the defense and and uh, Jim, Kelly, and Jim Kelly and, and all, Reed. Andre Reid and this just these you know ghosts of y- yesteryears and we were supposed to buy into it right so the offensive line is we're sitting at a restaurant where they got these amazing wings right and we're going over how are we going to do this and that and how are we going to block this guy and then all of a sudden you know Dave Waddell was sitting at the end of the table and Dave Waddell said man the hell with all of that he said let's just go out there and punch him in the mouth. Let's see what happens. And we was like, you know what? Let's just turn this into a grudge match, all right? right. Big on big, body on body. Your man doesn't win. Your man doesn't make a play, we win. And we went out there. And we did what we did and we came with the this, That's got to be the scenario here. All this cowboy mystique and error, what they did in the past, that's in the past. Listen, you coming in our house with everything on the line, sitting at our table, you can't eat. Yeah. How much of that, though, do you also have to balance, Leon? And I know – Press Taylor said it. We heard that soundbite earlier about Doug being the same guy and being level-headed. How hard is it to balance being even keel with also wanting to punch him in the mouth and having that emotion? Well, you don't want to exert too much energy right now because you want to save something for the game. But you, you're geek for this game. This is this like you like you said. This when was the last time the Jacksonville Jaguars have had a meaningful game this late in the season? You can't get ready for you this game. Exactly. Exactly. Two or three years ago, you know what the Jaguars were thinking about? Unwrapping gifts. Yeah. All yeah. Right? yeah. Under the tree. Yeah. You know, ribbons and mistletoe. Yeah. And all. all now, it's all, listen, all that stuff is on the back burner. Let's get this game against the Cowboys in our house and let's see what happens. Yeah, they were ready to eggnog yeah. uh, than exactly. they were doing anything else. And here's the thing Dallas has won 
six of the last seven games. Almost lost this game this past Sunday against the Houston Texans. Had to drive late against a one-win club to ultimately come up with the score. So they come in here. Look, they are as impressive when they're on as there is in the National Football League. Maybe not as much as a Philadelphia Eagles team because that's that's right now the you know the kind of the at the tip top of the NFL. But the Cowboys have proven that they can score and they are massively loaded on that side of the ball. We talk about Micah Parsons. We talk about Trayvon Diggs, all these other guys on the defensive side of the ball. They definitely have all the pieces. But they can lay an egg just as quickly as they can go and, and blow somebody out. We've seen it. Uh, and we've seen them second be, be second-guessed after disappointing losses. Well, they're on a nice little four-game win streak maybe smelling themselves just a little bit, and they come in here and they got a chance maybe to go down and defeat in Duval. And this football team, we got to remember this, Trevor Lawrence called out his club after the loss to the Lions. He called them out. He said, it's on me. It's on us. This team laid down. They have come from that utter disappointment to beating the hated Titans, a rivalry that hadn't beaten in a decade on the road, and so now, or close to a decade, now maybe they can build off of that and, and basically just just haul off and just wallop the Dallas Cowboys right in, in the mouth. I would love it and make Dak yak. You can hit the pop-off line, 207-7071, especially with that yakety-yak smack talk. <laughs> Not the yak, the good kinds of yard after catch. We're talking the <clears throat> yak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do want to just, you know, balance things out here a little bit because some of our texters on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures are a little concerned. 641-1010 if you want to get in on that conversation. This one courtesy of 3639. He says, they can get up all they want, and I'm not trying to be negative Nancy, but I honestly don't think we have a chance. I think it could get ugly. I hope I'm wrong. Our defense is garbage. Their punter will be sipping margaritas the whole game. Their defense is the truth. I just don't see a way we can win this one. Yeah, there's well, nothing you need wrong. to stay at home. Yeah, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't go nowhere near the stadium. Yeah, yeah. if you're not, <laughs> nothing if you're wrong. Plans to get in that stadium? Give it to somebody else. Give those yeah. things. To somebody else. And, and by the way, there 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 hasn't been enough to believe in for any length of time uh, with this football team uh, in a long, long time. And so, look, there's going to be doubters. There's no question about it. And, and the only way you get them to to, to ultimately believe and look, by the way, in this room. There have been doubters week to week, day to day, game to game. And so, and they easily could go out there and look like they're outclassed and all that. But as Coach Campo and I are doing our podcast yesterday, Campo and Joe, you can go to 1010XL.com or check it out anywhere on the social channels. Uh, thanks to Beaver Chevrolet. I, I looked at Coach and I'm like, okay, could this come down to Doug Peterson versus Mike McCarthy? Because honestly, Doug Peterson knows a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys, okay? He coached against them uh, in, in some big ball games in the NFC East. But him against Mike McCarthy, two guys that are obviously Super Bowl winners, considered successes, all that kind of stuff. But Mike McCarthy has figured out a way to louse things up quite often in D-Town and maybe out of a job. Well, I mean, not only that. Yeah. Maybe out of a job once this season is over with and Sean Payton comes walking in. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> Doug versus Mike, this could be a nice little coaching chess match. I, the guy the guy who texted in, I, I mean, I understand his points and everything, but – you watched that game last week? They played the worst team in the NFL and probably should have lost. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, the NFL is week by week, man. Yeah. Week by week. Now, 
Granted, that might have woken them up. Right. It might have put them in a position where they're thinking, all right, we can't screw around. Right. We still got yeah. you know, we're still looking at seating right now. But hey, it's a week to week thing, man. Yeah. My, my answer right back to you, yeah, is that one thing what once you think you got a book on somebody, they go and do something entirely else. Plus, opposite. this team's got a hot quarterback. Yeah. That's I mean, that's really the way you gotta look at it if you're looking at this game. Hot quarterbacks always give you a chance, and he's really playing well right now. All right. Uh, high tide on the south side has hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. He has given us a haiku. Oh. Okay? Uh, and it's titled, Urban Miller. A haiku from high tide on the south side. And he just simply writes, Urban Frank Meyer. Not a good coach at all, but he was a grinder. Excellent. Excellent work there. We Excellent met, work. But we met High Tide, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 He, he, last he, week. Yeah. He, and he was Liquid high. Sunshine. And he was, <laughs> and he was high. Uh, and so. Uh, and he, on the south side, for yeah. that matter. But I do like the fact that he was able to pin that. Just scratch that out. A little creativity. And we appreciate all your poems, all your tributes yeah. uh, to the one year anniversary of Urban Miller being canned by the Jacksonville Jaguars, whether it was for cause of kicking Josh Lambeau, or a litany of other reasons. Yeah. We also, JJ, we can throw this out on Twitter as well as a question. In honor of the one-year anniversary and how far this city and this franchise has come since then, what was your favorite moment of the 11 months of the Urban Meyer Jaguars marriage? Was mm-hmm. it when he said that Joe Mixon played for the Texans? Was it when he kept calling Adam Gotsis Adam Galantis? Let us know. Roy Roberts? Roy Roberts. He called um, him Galancis? Yes, Galancis. Where did he, he even get that from? He originally uh, didn't even have his Buckeye, uh, Von Hamilton. Von Hamilton, yeah. yeah Was it out. when he benched James Robinson for a Buckeye yeah. in Carlos Hyde, even though he was Carlos Hyde? Yeah. And yeah. then you had to ask Coach Bernie about it. Yeah. I can't wait for the that, for that the, the worst a, one. I can't wait for the 30 for 30. I've, I've added ESPN multiple times. I'm ready. Whenever you want to talk. More than happy to. That's a Bevel and Bernie question. That's what that is right there. All right, th- like like I said, we had to go through that to get to this, and and this is obviously a much better December than it was a season ago, uh, and you got to feel pretty good about it. Uh, you can hit the pop-off line, 207-7071, if you want to guarantee a win at the bank, if you want to talk a little trash against the Cowboys, uh, we would love that. And you Cowboy fans, yeah, whatever. If you're in our town, enjoy it. Okay? Let's get one on the text line right here, by the way, real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. Dallas Cowgirls fight song is Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, That's the Dallas good. yeah Dallas Cowgirls definitely have been mentioned uh, a handful of times. Speaking That's for sure. of the star, I did like what Darren Woodson said to us, which are thanks again to the Cowboys legend Coach mm-hmm. Campo for setting that up for us yesterday on XL Primetime. I did like that Darren Woodson said he's been at the star mm-hmm. the last few days, and they're worried about Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Like that, that that was that was who they were worried about. Yeah. The big star yeah. or the little star? Uh, yeah. The big one. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, it's really not that big. Right? Uh, Jerry World, that's bigger than the star, right? I don't remember. I I the star is really big. Actually, I'm just yeah. saying, making fun of this guy's tech. Yeah. It's but really good. Y- you stay away. You, you have to account for Micah Parsons, okay? I mean, that's pretty simple. And you can look at Lawrence, and you can look at a few guys that are across the front of that Dallas Cowboy defense. Remember now, this team, this <clears> team, Jacksonville, has sacked the quarterback less than two dozen times. And Dallas has sacked the quarterback four dozen times. Okay, they've doubled Jacksonville's productivity in getting to the quarterback and knocking him down. And so that is a huge, huge. How stat. many sacks does this team have? They have forty-eight. This team has twenty-three. Twenty-three, right? Yeah. Twenty-three sacks. Twenty-three. Four games to go. It's why Josh Allen hadn't appeared on a stat sheet in eight games. God. Okay, think about it. And look, there were guys that just walked to the locker room and said, I'm taking this jersey off, just hang it back up. It's good to go next week because never 
hit the ground. And so if if Mike Caldwell can do some of the things he did this past week, which was, you know, Trayvon obviously is not 100%. He's, he's walking in the boot, still considered day-to-day, which is crazy. Uh, but if they can scheme it up a little bit where other guys are coming off the edge and take chances to get to Dak, really, stop the run, pretty obvious. you got a two-headed monster, Zeke and Pollard. They do two different things. Pollard is an outside guy. Zeke's an inside guy. Pollard can certainly catch the ball out of the backfield and make plays. Stop that first. But holy smokes, just think of how many things you have to stop. you got to account for C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, on and on and on. Not easy. I think some of the folks on Twitter, I'm going to have to tweet at them. Mm-hmm. I think that they're, they're taking the urban thing way too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're just having some fun on a one-year anniversary. Are they serious? Oh, yeah. We got one guy. He goes, uh, the end of it? Duh. Yeah. Well, duh. Yeah, yeah we know. But we're just having some fun. We're looking at how far we've come. Yeah. So here's now, some the of the- best one was- I didn't know. She was just kind of pulling me out there trying to get me on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Day like, later, next video. That was the best one of all time. Yes, there's also yeah. that. Uh, this is from Giganter in Jax on Twitter. He says, when Urban convinced Shad to build the Performance Center. Thanks, Urban. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. We he like got it that going. One. And also, Brendan in Jax Beach on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures says, hey, speaking of herbs, his second man, his secondhand man, Shoddy, Brian Schottenheimer. Coming back to town this weekend, which yeah. someone reminded me of this the other day on the timeline. Um, who was the offensive coordinator at the University of Georgia when the dogs were recruiting Trevor Lawrence? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Matt, the OC? Do you remember who the OC was? Quarterbacks John coach? John Lilly, maybe? Quarterbacks, at least on the staff, are coming in to be on the mm-hmm. staff. For, for, for the Georgia Bulldogs? Yeah. I, don't, I, I have don't no know. idea. Who? I was thinking John Lilly. I don't know. Yeah. Who. Wasn't it not? Oh, maybe this was. Yep, there it is. Yeah, 2015. Who was the OC and quarterbacks coach for know. one year? I don't know. Brian Schottenheimer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay. to be fair to those guys, they all hated him too. Mm-hmm. Everybody in that staff, they all hated her too. It's not. It's not right. like Shoddy like loved the guy, yeah, right? I, I'm not I mean, even who, into the character. who on that staff would even care about that guy. Right. I'm not even into the character assassination of of Herb. I, I mean, that's not the road I'm going down. It was just a flipping disaster. You know, and, and that, that's what I'm looking at more than anything else. You know, old Shoddy and old uh, Bevel could have done something as well, and they didn't do a whole hell of a lot either. I mean, come on. Uh, Belvis on the west side, he said it would be very Jaguar-esque for them to lay an egg against the, the boys, but everyone can see this is not your daddy's Jaguars, and they are going to turn the corner. Why not us? Why not now? And by the way, it costs nothing to believe. I'm in. I'm in on that. It is the season of believing. Yeah. 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 And, and the season look, of giving, the season of believing. Hey, we may give a gift uh, to the Cowboys, or they may give a gift to, to Jacksonville. It, it, it really does come down to which one of those guys uh, can come out there and have a game. Do Evan wanna... Ingram had a game yeah. last week. Absolutely. So and, did Dalton Schultz for the yeah, Cowboys. Yeah. And so, I mean, we could see a lot of tight ends. Yeah. Tight Evan end mastery. Yeah, this team hasn't been particularly good against the tight end at times, but neither is Dallas. And so he is definitely going to be a guy that they will try and, 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 and feed the football to. That's for sure. All right, let's pivot a little bit to the college game. We will have our picks coming up in the 1 o'clock hour of XL Primetime. Uh, an update from our first bowl game of the bowl season, the Bahamas Bowl, the hometown lenders Bahamas Bowl. 10-6 UAB in front with 30 seconds to go in the first half. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was thinking that 11-point uh, give uh, on the Miami side. Uh, I stayed away from it. Uh, but I'm going to have to keep an eye on that because right now – You were not going to bet on that game. Yes, no, I was. Heard. Yes, I was. And then I went with the 
foolish move last night uh, of the uh, of the Seattle Seahawks. You know nothing about either of those teams. You literally know nothing. I know. That's what I like. Not one player yeah. or coach in either of those teams. Let me tell you something. You want to know why and I like you're gonna it? You're going to bet. You want to know why I like it? Because the stuff that I do know is not paying off, okay? Uh, I think I know a little something, and it is not paying off. That you know, Knowledge will hurt you, okay? You think you got something. So will no knowledge. And it will absolutely. And that's, that's what I'm saying. I am much more prepared if I know nothing about it. Okay, because if I know something about it, I think I got a little tell. I'm going to go in there. Like, as a matter of fact, last night, let me see if I can find this stat. The Seattle Seahawks. Okay, let me see if I can find this here real quick. Uh, Something in the neighborhood of 11 and three against the spread with Pete Carroll coaching when facing a rookie quarterback. That that spoke to me. All right. I think I remember that stat coming into play when Trevor faced them last year. Brock Purdy. On the road. Those stats are so stupid. Oh, I know. I know, I know exactly what he did. Yeah. He saw that UAB beat Middle 10, who beat Miami, so he thought, well, they got to be able to beat a MAC team. No, I just liked 11 points. He didn't I mean, even that's honestly that. what, what I was looking at. I just, I just liked 11 points. But I'm looking at some of the. Hit the, the live the line. Hmm? Hit the live line. Bet yeah. it right now. Yeah, yeah I get probably after should. It, man. All right, but listen to this. Okay, just, just as far as the college bowl games, especially the early ones, how crazy it is in the way they get bet. These lines, and you could name any of these early bowls, Purdue, LSU, the line has swung eight and a half points. Whoa. That's crazy. That is. Well, McConnell literally just said he's not playing in the bowl games. Yeah. That's why it's swung. And the coaching situation and all that. But right. anyway, it swung eight and a half points. Washington State, Fresno swung six and a half points. Florida and Oregon, you know what it was to start? Oregon State was a four-point pick. They are now a ten-point pick. A six-point line move. Uh, SMU BYU six and a uh, six point move. It's all over the place, and so those are the hard ones to figure out, especially early, because there's very little prep time and all that going on. So you don't bet on teams like that lose their quarterback, do you? Like, I I bet on bad uh, if I think it's going to be bad. Yeah, you definitely like, want to bet in the Iowa Kentucky Music City Bowl then. Because yeah, that's an under. Neither quarterback. Two new quarterbacks. I was just saying, neither yeah. quarterback uh, really has thrown an NFL pass. The Iowa one definitely has not. Yeah, it, it's an under, and I, I don't know how low it is. I think what, what, what did we say the under was the other day? Thirty-seven. It was. Like, I think it was under forty. There's no yeah, it was something that. crazy low, yeah. and so and they're they're duping you. College pass, by the way. I said NFL. I'm already thinking yeah. about the weekend. But, yes, neither. Um, the third stringer has not thrown a college pass. And then the backup for Kentucky played a little bit, Matt, when Levis was banged up, but not much more. Not bad. He's not bad. Plus, in bowl games, JoJo, just nobody plays defense. They Except don't. The and games. so looking at a total and going over is probably not a bad play. Cincinnati-Louisville, two-point line. But it's a 39-and-a-half-point over. I love how we're breaking down your degenerateness right now. I am all over. Listen, I need a little bit of a run. <laughs> My okay? i got to get back to that stat last night that he used to bet the game. About, because, the, like, about the rookie quarterback? That could be a game it. from, like, 2008. You know, it could I be know. games from, you know, last year. It, it means listen, nothing. Uh, uh, listen, I can be convinced of a lot of things, <laughs> and you know that. My degenerative um, uh Vice is the fact that Scott Satterfield will not be at the Cincinnati-Louisville Bowl game tomorrow, yeah. even though he formerly coached one of the teams. He will be coaching the other one. Yeah. I need a GoPro on that, man. That's my vice. That's All right, so here it is, JJ. <laughs> Seahawks coach Pete Carroll will be facing a rookie starting quarterback for the 23rd time in his career okay. when he goes up against Brock Purdy. By the way, Brock Purdy would be carded at an R-rated movie. He, he, would. he really would. He, he is would. just – all right, so – 23 times he has faced a rookie, and Brock Purdy comes in. Carroll 
has an 18 and 4 record against <laughs> yeah. rookie starting QBs, 4 and 1 in the last five such matchup matchups since 2018. Oh, I just jumped all over it. The best about him is when he does these stats, he'll like lean into you know go JJ, listen yeah. to this. Dude, I mean, this listen is to like a good he's got one. elite info for you. I like the people who even found that stat. Yeah, they're, they're like savages that, as far uh, as I'm that's concerned. That's someone's job. And by the way, the line went from three and a half down to three, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> all that money, all that money's going Seattle's way. Those suckers. Let's I'm talk, among them. Let's talk picks. Let's talk big hair, heavy metal Friday song sug- suggestions, and a whole lot more coming up in the one o'clock hour of XL Prime Time. This time I got it right, okay? For me, uh, it's like uh, as an owner, you're sitting on that knife edge of uh, micromanagement and abdication. Uh, How do you strike that balance? And uh, uh, so, um, you know, learning from experience, but uh, uh, starting off, I mean, we have the opportunity to go with winners and then let them build. It's a Big Hair Heavy Metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. That was an excited shot, Con, not that long ago. About Winner. bringing, bringing herb uh, into town as we celebrate the anniversary of when it all came to an end. Hey, we do have some hey. good ones coming yeah. in on the Twitter machine and on the text oh, line yeah. brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh so our Twitter question, we have a couple Twitter questions up, so make sure you're paying attention to all of them. Um, this one, though, what was your favorite moment of the Urban Meyer Jag era? Our guy Dell, who's always on the mm-hmm. text line, brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures, he tweets in uh, the video from, remember when Herb was in that AEW uh, sketch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah except uh, Dell, in true Dell fashion, has edited it to um, – Bernie Parmalee being yeah. uh, involved in said skit. Yeah. Um, so, yes, never forget the, both of those moments. Can somebody with the Jags, like, they need to boycott the word build because every time it's been used over the last 10 years, it's laughable now. We, we had Gus saying it was built, yeah. and we have this. Let him build. Yeah. Let him build. <laughs> you didn't let him build. You yeah. fired him. Well, he fired Who him. Who knew where it would be at this point? Well, I to mean, be fair, yeah. he didn't know that Herb's hand was going to be up. <laughs> right. I was going to say. It's hard to build. In the, words of, uh, in the words of Dennis on the Twitter machine, getting a lap dance from the co-ed at his bar in Columbus after getting beat by the Bengals probably did him in. Yeah, I still maintain that didn't. It was that other it, stuff. It that really came. didn't. Yeah, it came later. Uh, if winning uh, follows, of course, that's what it was. Come on, I no. also give like, me a break. I no. also <laughs> like this one, courtesy of Ed, because I almost forgot about it. Yeah, um, he was how, okay with that. You think? How about? I what? think he wasn't going to fire him. It over. took like. Um, why did he do it yeah. months later than Matt? Because the lawsuit. It was a combination. It, of no, things. it was. Yeah, yeah. He figured. I can fire Last this straw. guy without yeah. pain. Yeah. Simple oh, yeah, as that. Yeah, definitely. Yes. That. Yeah, I, agree I don't think that. he gave us a damn about that stuff in Ohio. Um, so I'm going to combine two on Twitter. So this one's from Ed. Remember when they almost couldn't call Trevor Lawrence during the draft? That's mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But then two, and this one's from Jay, when he told us where Trevor had his bachelor party. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't help as, you, as you're listing them the was fact it that Vegas? they. It was Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The fact that they didn't teach Trevor Lawrence or hadn't coached the quarterback sneak until about week five or six. Oh, yeah, that was class. Remember that? That was a class. Yeah. yeah hey, how, can that, how can that even be possible? Uh, but That's but inside, it, boys. You're yeah. supposed to keep that inside. Yeah. That's supposed to My outside. favorite was when he said Minshew was competing <clears throat> with Trevor for the job. Oh, yeah. yeah that's to me, yeah, that, that was like, that wow, this guy is in such college mode. Yeah, man. he wouldn't yeah. give it to him. And, and, and I'll admit that, uh, that I, I again, I fell for a lot of herb 
Uh, that's for sure, because I was thinking, all right, go ahead and let him, let him earn it. It's, and I knew it was going to be in the end who was starting. I knew it wasn't a true competition, but that, yeah, that was one that Gotta I was, earn. Yeah, yeah. Imagine being Parmalee and, like, hearing the head coach say, yeah, it wasn't my decision. That was our running back's coach. Yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, I mean, imagine being that guy thinking that, going, like, where am I working right now? Yeah, it's This is going on. And, by the way, uh, you talk about holdover coaches. Uh, the, the run game with, with ETN has been pretty solid. Now, Bernie does need to work with Justice ETN. for Bernie. Hashtag yeah. it. Yeah, well, Save it forever. Bernie just needs to tell uh, Travis ETN to get skinny and hold on to the football. Honestly, that's what he needs to do more than anything else. About that? He's, Bernie's yeah. just in his office mind and his own business going yeah. over cut-ups, you know, yeah. uh, trying, to, trying to figure out what's going on with his defensive question. front. And he hears her say, it's not my decision, man. Yeah. That was Bernie's uh, That's a Bernie question. Uh, all right, now, to mix in uh, First Coast uh, Metal Roofing Supply with our big hair heavy metal, uh, Stephen and Mandarin, on the eve of playing the Dallas Cowboys at home at the bank, let's hear uh, Lay It on the Line by Triumph uh, on the big hair heavy metal Friday, and a loyal listener. So that might be worth it. We also had a couple of other ones that uh, had kind of an herb feel to it as well as far as, you know, a changing of the guard uh, with a big hair heavy metal song. I'll pull that suggestion up in a second. But you can hit the text line, 641-1010. You can also hit the pop-off line with your Modelo moment at 207-7071. We've been talking a bunch about the Jags and what can happen, what might happen, what could. But you take a look at the Tennessee Titans coming out of that last game, the number of turnovers that were forced by this Jaguar team, the fact that they – Leon, it's hard to imagine a team that has been regarded as a very physical team, which is what the Tennessee Titans have been over the years, especially with the Diesel doing his deal that this team really out-physicaled them. They hit them hard, forced mm-hmm. turnovers, separated the ball from the player, all that type of stuff. What are they thinking as they head out to L.A.? They had they started out with a couple of losses and then got it rolling, and now all of a sudden it seems like it's unraveling for them. Well, I mean, if you're the Tennessee Times, you got to get back to basics. you got to get back to being a, a hard-nosed, tough-running tough team where you lead off of with, with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. The, the whole the, – this. Because you don't have any real weapons at the wide receiving core, so you've got to, Derrick Henry's got to be your leadoff, and you play off him. Because the Jaguars, quite honestly, if it wasn't for those turnovers, we were ineffective in stopping Derrick Henry the early part of the Very game. True. We were absolutely ineffective. We don't get those turnovers. We don't get those pressures. I'm not sure the outcome of the game would have been as lopsided as it was. So, uh, and the Jaguars got to remember that too going into this Dallas game. You, you, you're going to have to go toe-to-toe with the Dallas Cowboys because they've got weapons at the wide receiving core. they got weapons at running back. they got a trio of, 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 of tight ends that can, that can catch the ball. they got a solid. They're getting healthy again on the offensive line. So, I mean, they're not going to be able to tiptoe, tiptoe through the tulips against the uh, freaking Cowboys. You're going to have to bring it. You're going to have to absolutely bring it uh, on both sides of the ball. Offensively, for us, we've got to be effective running the ball, the interior of our offensive line. And that Tennessee Titans game over the last couple of weeks haven't been effective running the ball. I'm talking about Shatley. I'm talking about Fortnite. I'm talking about Sheriff. They've been manhandled for the most part. That's they got to come up. Yeah, they've got to come up with this game because this 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 Dallas Cowboy defense is formidable, especially up front. And you can't you can't as much as Trevor put the game on his back against the Tennessee Titans and led us to a victory. He's going to need some help being being able to run the ball, being able to be balanced against this Dallas Cowboys defense All right. if we're going to have a shot on Sunday. I want to make the 10-10 take that, and you follow it because th- this is something that kind of been, has been on my brain, and I wonder if it might catch up to him. 
Now, Josie's 1010 tape. Slow smoked and served up by Sonny's Barbecue. Local pitmasters since 68. Sonny's Barbecue, they will get you ready for the weekend. A Friday night dinner there. Anything would be great. Friday lunch, check out all of the Sonny's Barbecues all over the First Coast. And if you are getting ready for that big ball game, you're heading to the tailgate, make sure you pick up some Sonny's. So I'm thinking to myself, Two of the last three games have resulted in wins against division winners, the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. Two of the last three weeks, what has happened? Trevor's been able to make plays, come from behind in a win, and the running game has been virtually nowhere. Nowhere. Baltimore Ravens, Travis Etienne goes out early in the game, comes out on the sidelines, was not able to return, but he had very little to do with a comeback win against the Baltimore Ravens this past week. This, this rushing game was non-existent, just as Leon just laid out. The interior part of that offensive line did not do a lot. So what does it say about Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, the play calling, and the other guys that were able to make plays without a running game? That is a huge step forward for this football team. But will it come back to haunt them if they can't run the football Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys? That is the 10-10 take. That's what I'm. That, that's something I'm a little bit worried about right now. Yeah, it's concerning. I, I'm sure the coaching staff made a point of emphasis uh, during this week that you've got to be balanced against this Dallas Cowboy defense because the last thing you want is that if you can't run the ball and then you allow these pass rushes, Michael Parsons and, and Lawrence, to pin the ears back and coming after Trevor Lawrence. I mean, we should have the clear-cut advantage because we're at home – uh, but you still got to protect Trevor if if we can't run the ball effectively. So, and the the, the pressures on the tackles, mm-hmm. the pressures on the pa- the tackles to get it done. I mean, we played one, we paid one to be elite. He's got to play elite, and the other one's trying to get paid, so he's got to play well. As, he's got to play good as well. I mean, listen to these stats, okay? The last handful of games, you go back to the Baltimore game. He carried it twice for three yards. He got hurt. He was right. on the sidelines. Right. Now, Jermichael Hasty was able to make plays in that game and and, and was really responsible in, in catching a couple key footballs and running it when they were able to move down the stretch and kind of build that, you know, get that comeback going. But anyway, two attempts, three yards. The next game against the Lions, 13 carries, 54 yards. He averaged 4.2 in that game, but that was a 26-point loss. Then he comes back last week, 17 carries, 32 yards, a 1.9 yards per carry average. It was non-existent, and they were able to do what they did against Tennessee. I mean, it's Shatley, Sheriff, yeah. and Fortner. Yeah. That's where it begins and ends. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he's got to hold on the ball. We know that. But if you can't get that push in the middle three, that's where your running game is. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will say this. Earlier in the year, remember way early in the year when the Eagles game arrived, we were like, this is going to tell you who you are as a franchise, how far yeah. you've come. Yeah, I think this game now is going to tell you where this franchise is for 2023. Mm-hmm. This is going to tell you where you are. Because, I mean, honestly, you played well against the Eagles. But for five turnovers, you you could, you could were in that game, could have beat that team, okay? Yeah. You can't so now here you are. things in the same sentence, though. You <laughs> right. Know? No, I understand that. But yeah. now here you are at home against an elite of the league. I think it's fair to call the Cowboys an elite yeah. team in the league. Yeah. You're at home. Everything's on the line for you right now. Everything. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to show this is who we are. So this really is a game where, look, if you if, if you get in this game and you implode or you play poorly, that's going to go. We're going to go back to the immature team. Yeah, it'll be we're revealing. Go back to the idea of this team still doesn't know how to win. They're still immature. They still don't understand the enormity of what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go in there and you play. You play well and you win this game. Yeah. Okay. Even if the Titans went out and they win the division, you win this game and you finish strong. 
you, everybody's going to be talking about this franchise for next year. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, you can make a huge statement. You definitely can make a huge statement. Uh, all right, picks coming up. We got picks coming up. Uh, don't forget, First Coast Metal Roofing Supply bringing you our Big Hair Heavy Metal Friday. You definitely can chime in with a song suggestion. Uh, one of the suggestions that was made earlier was, uh, you know, on the anniversary of the Eve departure, uh, Winds of Change by Scorpions. Uh, that's from Justin uh, on the north side. Uh, that he felt like that'd be that'd be appropriate for what has gone on from last year to this year. It's XL Pronto. One, two, three. Time now for Cover Three. Three big college games. Three big NFL games. Who on XL Primetime can beat the spread? All right. Joe, you are uh, still the leader right now. Barely. That's what I was. One, no. Oh, Matt, sorry, sorry. Yes, I totally screwed that up. Wow. Joe went 2-4 and four last week. You're two games back now, bro. Matt really? is in the lead, 48-37-5. and five. So Me I have uh, one game back and Joe two games. Back. I even went below kissing the cousin. I went 2-4? and four? Yes. Damn, I thought I went 3-3. Three and three. How many um, games are we back, bro? We're back about eight. Mm. But uh, I'm going to make it up here because I'm going 6-0 and oh this week. I always like so challenges. I'm about to go yeah, Bizarro just Joe. To just, <laughs> yeah. Just, 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 Whatever I pick up, it's going to flip. I like how Leon walked around the office all week stating that he went 6-0 I thought and I went 6-0, bro. Only to find out he You're went 3-3. You're pencil three whipping three. me, bro. <laughs> You're pencil whipping me. Uh, also, when you left yesterday, we pulled up the evidence. You did, in fact, pick the Lions last week. I picked the Lions? The Vikings. Did. Or the Vikings. Vikings. Did yeah. I? Yeah. I know so I picked the Vikings. It was a clean sweep. We all picked the Vikings. So did I. Yeah. Sure. yeah, we did. I picked all the right. Bengals. I felt like I was 3-3, three and three, but maybe not. First up. Wazoo. So we're going to do a few bowl games. Okay. These aren't exactly, you know, college football playoff matchups. Right on. Wazoo versus Fresno. Fresno is a four-point favorite. Matt, who do you got? Oh, I get to tell you. I don't have to tell you guys who what quarterbacks left. Or No, okay, you, this, is, this is for your. Right. This if, you're, if you're a gentleman, you would. Yeah, mm -hmm. forget about well, that. Well, Fresno's quarterback is one of my favorite players yeah. in college like Maybe football. give us a reason why you think so-and-so will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like Washington State's defense. Yeah, I like Cameron Ward, too. Um, and I think Jake Hainer's going to be a little concerned about getting hurt. I don't mm. think he's going to play. I don't think he's going to play ball out like he typically does, JJ. I know you might like him, but he's uh he's got to worry about. It. He's going to play in the NFL. He's a good player. Absolutely. I'll take Washington State. Wasn't Hayner going to go to Washington and then Michael Penix Jr. was like, "No." He started out at Washington originally. Right, that's what I thought. I knew there was some sort of connection there. Uh Fresno State has played two other teams from the Pac-12 this season. Uh, they lost 45-17 to USC and 35-32 to Oregon State. That was week two before Oregon State got it rolling. Um, so that says to me, maybe they aren't ready for that smoke from one of those power five. So I will also pick Wazoo. And you guys are grabbing how many points? Four. Four? Hmm. <laughs> I think I am going to grab the points as well. No, well, I need to catch Matt. So whoever he pick, I'm picking against. I'm picking Fresno. Yeah, I, I like uh, Fresno's quarterback, so I'm taking Fresno. You guys Next are laying up, for. Yeah. Cincinnati versus Louisville. Mm. Louisville is a two-point favorite. Matt. What if I pick opposite? What do you do? I'll try that Jedi mind trick stuff. <laughs> wow, this is the both teams with new coaches. Is Malik playing? Well, yeah, he's playing. All right. Louisville's lost a lot in the portal already. Hmm. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Dang. Hmm. 
I'm gonna go with. See, this is tough because. Well, I'm, I'm laying two. Is that right, JJ? Yeah, it's two. Yeah. two. Yeah. No, you're getting. You're getting two. I'm getting two with the Bearcats. Yeah. yeah. I'll take the Bearcats. Right. Exactly. So the tough part for me is I want to take the Bearcats because I think that's who's going to win, but I also kind of want the Louisville like Scott Satterfield redemption narrative as well. Yeah, I'm a, I'm also going to take the points in Cincinnati, but I won't be upset if uh, if Louisville gets the last laugh. It's just kind of it's just sitting out there, and I'm going to take Cincinnati. They didn't want him anyway. They were going to fire him. I don't know yeah. why the people are so upset. Right. I don't They're know. Ridiculous. Look, he was he was an okay coach. Honestly, that's yeah. at the end at the end of the day, that's what he was. At best, yeah. yeah. I'm going to take Louisville in the points. You're laying. Laying. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Louisville as well. All right. Last but not least for college. Are we doing the FCS national championship? Couldn't care less. Oh, right. but it's North Dakota State. Couldn't care less. You describe North Dakota State like a puppy. Or yeah, exactly. yeah, that's what they are to me. Um, like UF cup. takes on Oregon State. Oregon State, a 10-point favorite. Wow. Matt. That's a lot of points. A lot of points. That's a Florida team that's missing best player in Torrance. It's, and this is the key. It's best I'm glad de- you described who the best player was. <laughs> it's, it's I best, really am happy about that. It's best that. defensive player yeah. in Ventrell Miller. Yeah. It's starting quarterback. Right? Well, I heard the quarterback's pretty good, looking pretty good in practice. Yep. Yeah, French told us that yesterday. He did. His source, Shane. Um, well, you, ah, you should have said that. I was like, say people would be said wondering that. why. I just give away, All he told us Shane is that it was a guy who's on the broadcast. Come on now. <laughs> I'm going to take Oregon State. I'm going to lay the points. I am also going to take Oregon State because they have the Pac 12 freshman of the year at running back. So, as much as I do think Travis Etienne and uh, company will be able to run the ball, I think that might be the only option that Florida has. And if Oregon State takes that away, Bye-bye. That's Trevor. Oh, sorry. Wow, yep. that's a fine. That's a fine. Trevor Etienne. <laughs> sorry, I'm eating uh, my spaghetti. I uh, I got I got to uh, lay the points as well. I just think it's going to be a dog, ugly game from the Florida side. Jonathan Smith's boys, uh, not boys, go Beavers. This will make me happy, either a pick or a dub. I like that. I, I don't know if you're going to do this. Good you, strategy. I mean, you've yeah. got to go with the Gators from that if you're going opposite of me. Are you really going to Yeah, I'm going to take the Gators. I'm but what if Oregon State only wins by, like, five? I'm going to take the Florida. Yeah, that, that would be Man a loss and a loss. <laughs> taking the points of Florida. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Leon, dude. Florida's going to win this game outright. Give me a break. They're wow. going to run the ball down their throat. I'm not picking Oregon State to beat What was the other Florida game that you said team. was going to be – they were uh, Utah. Out, outright. No, it wasn't, well, wasn't that yes, one. Yes, I did. I did? said they would right. beat Utah for All months, right. and they did. All right. Someone had my back on that. I did, bro. Okay, I beat Utah. Good. Um, all right. Let's go to the NFL. But I also, to be fair, probably would have picked Florida to beat Vanderbilt and, you know, South Carolina. All right. Dolphins at Bills. It's supposed to be pretty frigid up there. Yeah, they just announced they're now worried about people getting to Orchard Park. Because it's going to be three to seven inches of snow. Very, very windy, too. Keep that in mind when you make this pick. Can't help but wonder, why are you even living up there? But that's fine. Uh, Bills are seven-point favorites at home. Yeah, I'll lay those points all day long. Two is going to wilt up there. (laughs) I will lay those points. Well, they are now. All day long. They've lost two in a row. Yeah. The Dolphins Mm -hmm. have. And, I mean, he was wilting in on the West Coast in the colder temperatures in San Francisco. So, yeah, no, I'm going with the Bills as well. Um, this line is actually, I believe it's dropped to seven. I think it started out as like a nine-point line or something like that. Well, the problem was uh, Buffalo was a 10-point favorite this past week. Yeah, and, that's and, what it was. And, and let the Jets sneak back in with a stinking field goal at the end. Uh, and, and then they turned the ball over, too. That didn't help. 
Um, I think the Miami Dolphins could be the, the backup story at the end of the season. Uh, I'm going to lay the points. I got the Bills. I like the Dolphins in this one. Mm-hmm. Coming off a couple bad losses, um, the Bills have looked like ass too. I just mm-hmm. think seven points in like a freezing cold game where both teams are probably not going to score a lot mm-hmm. is a lot of points. It's not a bad strategy. Um, next up, this is a Sunday night game. Of course it is because it's the NFC East. Giants at Washington. Washington, four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. They're playing well. Heineke. They're playing well with Heineke. The Giants have been the wilting. Giants have been playing terrible. Wow. The Giants have not been good at all, actually. No. I'm going to lay the points. I'll, I'll take the Redskins. I will also. Whoa! Oh, that's a fine as well. Oh, got to dump that. We got a couple fines. Got a bigot over here. That's a loss. Couple, <laughs> couple, couple that's fines an on this show. <laughs> I am also going to stick with the Heineke Hive because I think the Giants' uh, go- goose has been roasted. Remember when we were told, like, under no circumstances could we oh, say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy's no longer with the station. Oh the, All right, um, you're taking Washington, me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, you, you kind of grew up. No, you didn't. Never mind. You were. I did. I grew up. You did. For, yeah. 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 From DC. Yeah. Yep. You had that that tie to them. I did. Uh, I'm gonna lay the points. Yeah. Dang. You guys are taking a lot of favorites today. Yeah. I don't uh, like it either. Me neither. I don't like the Giants though, man. I don't like Saquon's either. a little. He's a Who's, little dinged up. They like might it. be the biggest frauds next to the 49. I mean, not to, the, the Vikings. Vikings. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my God. They're What about the Jets? I don't know. They still got the Jets. Still got a good defense. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking the Commodores. Uh, I'm actually going to take the Giants. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they won. I think like four and a half points for Heineke is too much. Um, Titans at Chargers, last but certainly not least. This is a super important game, obviously. Titans going on the road, though, only three-point underdogs. Something fishy about that. There is. It's the Chargers. I hate those lines, too, man. I hate those lines when you know something. They know something. I just... I keep thinking that offensive line. Yeah. Well, like, what's Bosa going to do that oh offensive line? Oh, my God. Other Bosa. Plus, they can't, I mean, they can't cover anyone. What's Herbert? That line is so weird to me. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, shouldn't the Chargers be like a four, five, six? I'm going to take favorite? San Diego. See, again, I, he doesn't I, I was know. Gonna, I was he doesn't Diego. know what year it is. I was going to find no, I, I said that on purpose yeah, that that because I also said Redskins, so okay. I said it on purpose. Just so you guys can jump I'll on that. I'm checking on you. I Check. believe you. Sort the of. line is so What if so there was weird. a team called the San Diego good Redskins? Good recovery. <laughs> 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 San Diego Redskins. It was a good recovery. I need that T-shirt. We're going to get a XFL <laughs> team together. We're going to add a ninth team. Um, <laughs> the line is so weird. I mean, also the Chargers like kind of underwhelmed me even in a win last week. But, yeah, I'll lay the points. I, uh, I, I am as well. I don't like this at all. Right? <laughs> I don't like this. No, I don't like the fact that I'm I'm going chalk and I'm going uh, like how am I going to cut into any any lead here? Take I do chance. not like the Titans going on the road right now. Take I a don't. chance. Go ahead, do it. I don't. I don't. I do not like them going on the road. And you know what? This is a Jaguar esque pick as well. So you're taking the Chargers. Yeah. 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 So it's a clean sweep. I, yeah, I like the Chargers to smash them. Honestly, um, I think this is like a ten point game. So there it is for the picks. All right. All so right. you're Oppo Leon. Basically, you just hope when I blow it in the college games, which hopefully. yeah, I'm just chipping away. All right. Which again, with the college game, I think that's the craziest part is who's going to play, who's Every not going to play. A lot of freshmen, underclassmen, more than I think any other 
you know, I think every year as we've gone through this with the bowl game opt-outs. It's as hard And now to, with the guy, transfer yeah, portal. They opt out an hour before the yeah. game, these guys opt out. Yeah, it, have it no really, idea what's going on. It's it's like reading an injury report. Yeah. And you just who's not available. Well, they're not injured. They're just gone. He gone. And, and that's basically what has happened. I hate it, but I understand it. It's just the way it is. You know, and, and that's basically uh, our new world. Our new world. All right, Big Sirs, uh, you got a world that you're going to enjoy this afternoon, but you also have uh, the fifth quarter mm-hmm. on Sunday after Sunday. the game, a couple hours after the game Perfect goes Perfect rack. Final. Yep. Come on through. Jaguars victory. Perfect rack right there in Murray Hills, and you you and Hack and Coach will Coach be hanging Gabbro. out. Yep, absolutely. The, uh, the gut. The gut inside yeah. the uh, right tackle's belly. What, what, what are you thinking? Okay. What are you, what are you feeling? Um... You picked him last week, you and you said, week. you said you I did. wouldn't you anymore. You the Ravens, too. Right? I did. Jaguars, 27. Cowboys, 23. Oh, yeah. he did it again. Oh, yes. All right. Love it, love it, love All right. it. All right. We will uh, hear from Big Surce uh, on the fifth quarter right, after that game goes final. Uh, 27 points uh, for the good guys, for the home team, 23 for those losers that are coming in from Dallas. You can hit the pop-off line 207-7071 if you want to fire off a pop-off uh, Jaguar-esque against the uh, Cowboys if you think they can deliver a dub in Duval. It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. Keep all the song suggestions coming to DJ JJ here at 1010XL headquarters. You can hit us up on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures, 641-1010. Did you see how he oh, hit no, the perfect post on that one? That's the Scorps too. That's not, that's I mean, that's not. Yeah, but he wanted Come to. They, they wanted to tie in <laughs> Scorpions. Come on, this was a listener. It's yeah, not like I play blackout this. if you're gonna play Scorpions. It kind of feels like feeling. Right, now, Matt, you got to follow along because there's always a critic in this room. All right, go but, ahead. And we're playing it because winds have changed because of Urban. I know that. Here. I get yes, it. Yes, I get that it. was it. And at the very least, Scorpions is a big hair man. Okay, so therefore, this qualifies. Because it describes the No, but he's going to come back and play Blackout from the next segment. You're going to go, yeah, that's Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. We actually listen, got a we, little uh, triumph coming back. Yeah, we have, we have battled you over what is about. and what isn't. And at the very <laughs> least, this is a big hair man. Well, in addition to submitting their big hair heavy metal Friday request, the text line has also requested to once again hear uh, Jeff Prosser this morning on the line with the boys from 105.3 in Dallas. Uh, I don't have their names in front of me. Uh, I've seen a couple people suggesting Mo, Larry, Curley. Of course, yeah. our pop-off line uh, says that the, it's the Cowboys with COVID. Um, so, yes, uh, we will let you once again listen to uh, Jeff Prosser's closing argument against the 105.3 boys from Dallas. How long did it take you guys to get over the whole country crapping on you all as a Super Bowl site? Yeah, you I, still do you still hang on to that like yeah, little brother syndrome? Yeah, never, never bothered me at all. I don't feel any little brother syndrome at all. I feel like I live in the best city in the world. I could get a job offer in Dallas or anywhere else, and I'd stay right, <laughs> right where I am. You stay hey, there. Listen, y'all keep y'all keep it just how you are because I'm about 20 minutes from the TP Stadium course. I'm about 25 minutes from the ocean. I am about 30 minutes from Amelia Island. I am you know 40 minutes from St. Augustine. I can play the best golf course in the world, go to a fabulous restaurant, and spend the night on the beach. Enjoy Fort Worth, boys. Knock it out at Six Flags tonight. Throw your knees in the air if you're from the Bangum. 
They apparently beautiful. took a lot of issue with the Duval chant. Yeah. That yeah. was their big uh, harpoon that they were throwing this morning. Yeah. If you know, it, it, there's certain things you can cling to. And the beautiful thing about the Metroplex in in Dallas is they really don't know who they are. They're not defined by one area. We are defined by one area. I mean, this is this is it. We are Jacksonville and Duval. We are one and the same. Uh, and we need to come up with a good chant that was memorable because it definitely gets mentioned uh, quite a lot. Would it have been better if it was Jayville? I don't know. Uh, as far as recognition, Duval's beautiful. That was a uh, Shannon RJ. Thank you to uh, General Manager Steve Griffin for letting me know. Shannon RJ on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Which uh-huh. one's this guy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one I don't know. I think it's Shan. I'm well, not so like, sure. I mean, though. seriously, the Metroplex? That's like the most disgusting, like <laughs> hospital-like city. Look, I love Texas. Yeah, there's like, nothing. Grapevine right outside the Metroplex right. is fantastic. Grapevine, right. Texas. Um, Amarillo's Texas. Fantastic, Amarillo. Yeah. Okay, there's great cities in Texas. Yeah. I'm not saying there's not. Austin's a great city. But come on, the Metroplex? Yeah, you would take Austin and Fort Worth. Like Irving, no thank disgusting you. disgusting place, man. Yeah. Uh, Irving, no thank you. And, and again, uh, like my cousin yeah. lives in Dallas, Verizon guy. Arlington, you know what Arlington yeah. is? Mm-hmm. No offense, Orange Park, we love you. Arlington's like Orange Park on steroids, is all mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. That's it, all it is. Right. With, it's, Arlington is Orange Park on steroids with a huge stadium there. Yeah, it just two had, huge stadiums. And you want to know why it's there? Because it had the available property. And actually, it's center. three huge stadiums because they haven't torn down the old baseball stadium. Yeah, yeah. and it's that's now where, soccer. Yeah, where the Rangers. It's a great speak. tune, JJ. Yeah. Thanks. And for what it's worth, uh, those on the text line that asked, it, uh, yeah, the rumors are true. The Jaguars have more playoff wins since 1995 than the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it, look, this this that team has accomplished so little when you consider how much they are talked about. I love Barkley going off the other night about why the hell are we talking about the Lakers? And he was 100% right because right now the Lakers, look, they got on a little bit of a roll and then they're right back to where they were and, and they're, they're crushing me, but whatever. And then everyone wants to talk about Dallas all the time. And Dallas in the, in the postseason, nada, right. nada. Okay? This team has accomplished more than that team has accomplished. Let me interrupt you real quick. Did you bet that game? Did you? Did you not bet the that UAB, game? The UAB, Miami, because Miami's Bahamas Bowl. Yeah. My, uh, I have. Miami's up three. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Miami's for what it's three. worth, they're showing uh, soon-to-be UAB head coach Trent Dilfer being interviewed on the sidelines. So, maybe that'll swing it back in the Blazers' favor. I don't know. But the listen, power of Dilfer come, uh, come, compels compounds, you. compels you, compounds Dr. you. Dr. Odds and I are taking a careful, careful look at these line swings. Just to try and figure out where uh, one might go. We haven't heard from Dr. Odd. Yes, we did. We heard it from him last week. No, we have not. Listen, this thing could be wiretapped right now. We have not heard from him in a while. And maybe we will. Maybe he will come out of the cave and let us know what's going on. I can't believe you guys spread rumors like that. It's unbelievable. I'm Um, keeping my mouth shut from now on. All right. Now, uh, let's do... Uh, let's see here. Let me see if I can pull this Because I know Dr. Rodson. I could have swore I saw him last Friday. We also just, like, bypassed that part. Longer. We bypassed that part. I know we kind of talked about it on a previous show, but Trent Dilfer is about to be the head coach of UAB, despite players on UAB petitioning for the interim to become the head coach. Yeah. Which, I... I, Like, what? I think it's interesting when you've got a high-profile guy like that, especially on the heels of what Deion Sanders was able to do. And, no, I would not look at interim. I'd look at... Well, like say Hugh Arnett being promoted uh, at Mississippi State. Zach Arnett. Yeah, I mean, Zach yeah, Arnett. there you yeah, go. Zach Arnett. I don't know where the I can. Players with you. always want the interim coach. Always. And yeah. it's like, who cares? Always. What they want. It works sometimes. When? Sometimes it doesn't. When? Yeah. Oh, it's Notre Dame. Before. Notre I mean, Dame with Marcus. I mean, Freeman. they lost to I mean, Marshall. Clemson this year. and Dabo. Clemson about, and Dabo. How about Clemson or how about okay. Phil Fulmer, Tennessee? That okay. worked. 
I didn't know Lloyd Philip Carr Fulmer at Michigan was. Network. You know what you are? You're just scarred by old yeah. Larry Coker. <laughs> Philip Fulmer, Lloyd Carr, so yeah. recent. Yeah, exactly. It's been a minute since those. There aren't too How many. How about Dabo? Does that give work? You Dabo. Does Dabo work? I'll give you Dabo. Yeah, and, and that also but is. But Notre been, Dame, absolutely not. It's been 15 years since Dabo. How about Clay Hilton? No, yeah, that did not good work. Point. He, he won two Pac-12 titles. I'm oh, telling you, dude, oh, wow. they I mean, come hated on. That him out there. Hey, listen, Jim, Mac- well Jim, Mac- Jim McElwain <laughs> yeah. went to how many SEC championship games, yeah. too? McElwain, he was a champ in Atlanta, uh, <laughs> there to receive not an award, but a 50-burger. That's what he was there for. For what uh, it's worth, though, if I told you in the year of our Lord 2006 that Trent Dilfer would be the head coach of UAB, Drew Brees would be an assistant coach for Purdue, and Jeff Saturday would be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. What would your reaction be? Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. And I I like the idea of guys getting back in however they want to, be executive position or coach, whatever it is. I like that, but I don't know how many of them are qualified. And look, Jeff Saturday's having to prove to people that he's qualified, that he is good enough to do it. And I don't know whether he ultimately will be or not. All right, off the text line, designed by Lifetime Enclosures, uh, James saying, Dallas is the Notre Dame of the NFL. And, and in a lot of ways, it feels that way because they get a lot done in the postseason, or excuse me, in the regular season, but don't always get it done in the postseason. Uh, another one, this is Ronnie. He says, I grew up in Fort Worth, been here 20 years. I'll never move back there. Fort Worth is way better than Dallas. Art museums in Fort Worth are top notch. And like I said, I like Fort Worth. Uh, but it's the only thing he said that he missed. So thank you, Ronnie. That's Stock for sure. Stockyards are right. Yeah. All right, uh, JJ. Let's do a funky fact. This is this is one that they that that they might get. You might get. Time now for a funky fact. Get funky with Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha, one of the delicious IPAs, one of the delicious crafts that come out of the Funky Buddha Brewery down in South Florida, Oakland, Florida, to be exact. You can look for them in the cooler section of your local grocer. You definitely will enjoy it. Now, Trevor Lawrence went off this past week. We know what he's done here over the last handful of weeks. He's been a big-time rising star, 368 yards, four touchdowns, uh, passing three, one rushing, and he hooked up with Evan Ingram 11 times for a buck 62. So, Trevor Lawrence, 23 years and 66 days old. He is now the youngest player in NFL history with at least 300 passing yards, three touchdowns, passing and one rushing in a game. Who did he just pass? Say that again, please, one more time. All right. 300, at least 350 yards, three touchdowns passing, one rushing in a game. I think it was now, the youngest. the youngest to do that. At 23 years, 66 days of age. I'm still kind of shook that this guy is bringing up how great the art museums are at Fort Worth. Yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> Something hey, I didn't expect to hear. Some of our primetime people have culture. I like you? that. Okay. I not saying it's not museum. true. I'm just saying I wasn't expecting it. Is yeah, it an impression? You're trying to picture the guy yeah, in cowboy boots. Uh, Do they have art. a lot of impressionism? Those are, that's my favorite type of art museum. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. Okay. Solid. I'm going to say Kyler Murray. Mm. Right. I almost want to just state the obvious. Which is? Oh, well, hang on. Because I thought Mia just did the obvious one. Hang on. Uh, it's so obvious he forgot. Oh, I'm to think if it's. I want to go with that one, but I don't want to go with that one. Um, I do like this one. Fort Worth. More like Fartworth. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. I'll just, stay, I'll just do both. I mean, I'll say Mahomes. Yeah. All right. So you got Mahomes. You got El Boogie. You got... Uh, JJ, I have Kyler. Sorry, right. it's right, got to so. be like a guy. I'm, I'm just gonna say that if it's not any of those guys, it's gonna be a guy that was that was picked relatively high, mm-hmm. that didn't end up panning out, 
But like early in his career, he had like a big game. So well, you were now. What about other, uh, Hertz, maybe? Mm. No, he was older though. He was. Oh, okay. I, I don't think he's. And yeah. by the way, he didn't really get going until this right, year. That's what I'm saying. He's older. Yeah, all things yeah. being said. All right. So Trevor, now the youngest, he just passed. Someone's going to get a yes, sir, out of this <gasps> because Lawrence is 23 years, 66 days. This guy was 23 years, 79 days, and that was in October of 2020. And his name is Kyler. Yeah. Well done, JJ. Rest in peace, Kyler. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, on the heels of. Used uh, to be one of my favorite players. Yeah, but the one thing about it is t- to tie Kyler and Lamar together. Kyler, when he had his injury, he has 160 some million guaranteed yeah. waiting on him. Also, to be Whereas fair, Lamar, Lamar don't know what's going on next. He'll get a good call. Yeah, I know that, but still, this even this injury right here is is limiting him in a way that it it doesn't limit as many other running or as many quarterbacks. So my breakdown of who I thought it was mm-hmm. nailed it. Guys picked relatively so, high. Are you now telling us I'm that just you telling are right? I'm, no, I'm not have saying you, I'm right. I'm not saying you, I'm right. All I'm saying is it's weird, it's weird right how now? that breakdown kind of fits Kyler, does it not? Are you saying Kyler's done? No. I'm not uh, saying he's done. I'm just nah, saying he's not. Prisoner in the moment. He's not yeah. what he's – I don't think he's what everyone thought he's he was. trying to call himself right. No, exactly I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. I just thought it was odd how it kind of matched what I said. I think The guy who played well early – you know, made a couple records funny, here was, and there and then kind of yeah. tailed off. I was, Has he not tailed off? I think he's oh, getting yeah. unlucky with the amount of injuries they had this year with the suspension from Nuke. I think he hasn't been great, but I think he got dealt a bad hand this season. Yeah, I was such a okay, non-believer. That's, I, mean, that's fair. I was such a non-believer in Kyler and then became a, a, you know, at the very least, I loved watching him play. I just exactly. didn't know how long it would last. He went through, came through a shoulder injury, but and, and came back and was able to take him to the postseason last year. And then ever since that loss, that one was a damning loss for him. Did you guys see that the, the GM out there in the desert is also taking a um, health? Well, hiatus? did you see the yeah. speculation yeah. from our boy Brett McMurphy? No, what did so Brett say? So apparently, the guy who was let go or the guy who left yesterday is the GM. He yeah, looks Steve exactly Pine. like the guy who was told to go home from Mexico City. A few weeks the ago, line for coach. groping a woman, and that guy's filing a, a suit against the team in the NFL, being like, "I never did that." He wow. looks exactly the same. So Brett McMurphy's saying he thinks it was mistaken identity because they're both kind of bald, fat white guys. Mm-hmm. So the woman was That's groped profiling. by a bald, mm-hmm. fat white guy that worked for the Cardinals. And they're saying that they didn't figure out who it actually was until just now. That's why the guy's stepping oh. down. Oh, I know that's a lot gosh. to follow, folks. It would be very like Cardinals. It would be very Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Who fired Sean Kluger? And only in Mexico is this going to happen. That's you know? the offensive line coach. So Steve Kime fired Sean yes. Kluger? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. And, by the way, Kime's, <laughs> oh, been, a, Kime's been around for a minute. Okay, he's been in the desert for like over a, or about 2013, a 2012, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for a while. Whoa. I mean, to be fair, yeah. they look exactly, exactly like. like each other. So and he's if a you're a woman who's just like it's a doppelganger. There's you know, no if you're just that. a random lady working at a hotel or whoever it was, right? Like, in a stressful moment, yeah, yeah you look exactly. Like, All right, yeah. If, if you're if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But speaking of doppelgangers, Mark Lamping and that Southern football coach down in Baton Rouge, Brian Kelly. <laughs> what? Yeah, no. I'll pull it up for you. No. I don't think so. I do. I do. No. All right. Well, I totally let me do. See it. We head into the 2 o'clock hour. It's XL Primetime, brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Come on in with your hair, big hair, heavy metal suggestions, 641-1010. Hit up JJ the DJ.
It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. Do we light the incense in the 2 o'clock hour? Or what, what do we do? Uh, it we takes just, a little like, bit to get going. Are we, I know that. This, this, is, this is, you know, I just gave JJ, the DJ, all the credit in the world for hitting the post. Going to have to hit the post on this bat. Hang on. That's why we're talking about, over. About, you know, That's why he's keeping it rolling, because we are going to get there. Because this is big hair, man. That's, That's why you keep talking. About as Christian a band as Christian bands could get early yeah. in the 70s, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good metal music. All right, big hair, heavy metal. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Experts when it comes to metal roofs. If you're a homeowner, if you're a roofing contractor, uh, you're running out of time if you're a roofing contractor because they've got the 1010 special. 10% off your first metal roofing order, 10% off your second. They want to make sure they show you the quality of what they're offering and just how affordable it is to work with a local company. Make sure you check them out. The number one, firstcoastmrs.com for First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Uh, we've got two... Uh, uh, two young people that are in our Tenton XL studios from the first tee. Young lady who's 11 that goes to bowls. A young man who is in the right right at 20, right? Methodist. Going to Methodist up in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, and he says he wheels it about 290, 300 off the tee. So we asked where, where she's at. She hits it over 200 yards off the tee at 11 years of age. I said I'm hitting 140, can't be any more than 80 pounds, yeah, 70 she's pounds. Light. She's slight. It's all about the form. How much you weigh? Yeah, 80 pounds. Yeah. 200. Yeah. 200 yards. It's yeah. unreal. Now, she comes from good stock. Dad played at Georgia, so yeah. she, she knows what she's doing. But the first tee of North Florida, I like acknowledging them because of all the things that have uh, come out of all the first tee areas around the first coast. So two youngsters. And speaking of elite young golfers, Mm -hmm. we got a certain, what do we call it a pro-am or what do we, junior am? What do we call the Mm -hmm. event down in Orlando this weekend? It's, it's, it's called the the family event. PNC father son challenge. And so it's not, I I guess you might have to call it a pro-am because all the kids may like Charlie Tiger Woods, son is still technically an amateur. So you could probably call it that. And it's a pro-am competition, but it's just the father-son challenge. And I love it because they, they have worked, uh, you know, the young, talented players from the LPGA, yep. Nellie Corda, Annika, of course, has been in it for a long time. I'm turning my laptop yeah. so Joe can see, and then I'll show Matt as well. Yeah. This is an elite, as elite gets photo, courtesy of the PGA Tour on Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. So it's Tiger and Charlie and then Annika and her son, and apparently that's the pairing today. Oh, my gosh. You're talking – I got to meet Annika a long time ago and actually got to do – a, I think it was Sega or PlayStation play-by-play uh, with her. She was the analyst and I was the play-by-play at the World Golf Village with a video game competition, which was just awesome. Uh, and she was just such a classy lady. And she does a remains, ton of stuff for the community as well yeah, with the uh, Annika Foundation. Oh, and yeah, I've, played in, I've played in their um, junior am several yeah. years in a row now. Um, I, now I enjoy that they uh, purposely – pair myself and some of our other local media members with Caitlin Schroeder, Coach Scott Schroeder at UNF's daughter, who's headed to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, now we have the inside track. We practice during the year for that event. But no, obviously, a ton of great stuff that Annika does. And of course, the first tee does so much for our community here in Jacksonville and beyond. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan, that's for sure. All right, we've been talking 
Dallas v. Jacksonville. The Cowboys coming into Duval. Uh, we're talking standing room. Only tickets are being sold. It is a hot ticket. Uh, that's for sure. Cowboy fans are going to roll in. Jaguar fans are going to roll in. Uh, and you got an opportunity in December to make something, uh, make something happen. And that hasn't happened very often uh, in, in our city. That's for sure. But meaningful games in December, they don't come along very often. And this is a chance maybe to make a big statement. We've been looking at this game, looking at what Dallas does, looking at what Jacksonville does. And the fact that Trevor Lawrence has kind of not just turned a corner, but a massive corner. And we talked in the beginning of the show where this team was in December of a year ago. Well, they had an interim coach uh, as of today, a year ago. Uh, and they were trying to just basically play out the last three games and hold it together as much as possible. And Trevor was able to get a quality win at the end of his rookie season, and it was against the, the hated Colts, kicking him out of the postseason uh, while beating them. It was an awesome win for him. But we all know this team didn't win hardly anything last year. Three out of 17 tries, and now they have gotten back to where they're at least being talked about. There are people picking Jacksonville over the Dallas Cowboys. Why is that? Is it mainly because of what Dak and Dallas does? Because, you know, they, 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 they play well, they play down. They play well, they play down. Or is it what we're seeing from Jacksonville? I think it's a combination. It's a combination. Um, I, I think that it's, it's certainly the fact that not only has Trevor Lawrence thrown 10 touchdowns in the last five mm-hmm. games to zero interceptions, I think it's a game of momentum. I think as much as, yes, the Cowboys escaped with a win last week at the same time, you almost got beat by the Houston Texans, mm-hmm. I, I, I am curious and I'm very excited to see, hopefully, if Doug Peterson and his staff are able to look at that game and maybe find some weaknesses in the Cowboys game that perhaps the Jaguars can exploit. And I think the big thing that we've been saying is the Texans were able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And ha- obviously they have Damian Pierce. I know he's banged up now with the high ankle sprain. But you have a bowling ball at running back, which that's not what Travis Etienne is. And Coach Campo told us the other day that it's that interior of the defensive front for the Cowboys that can be susceptible. And so I'm really curious to see what they draw up because we know that Travis Etienne has struggled at times between the tackles. But, yes, there there are flaws in a Cowboys team that a lot of people have going to the Super Bowl in addition to uh, the Jaguars potentially beating them. I mean – Fadakasi, Devon Hamilton, Roy Robinson-Harris, Smoot, whoever you want to put on. Those mm-hmm. dudes better play well because they're going to run the ball. Yeah. They are That's going to run the ball. A number one priority. Yes. Stop it. They are going to run the ball. And if you, you can't just – you can't keep allowing those guards to get off those blocks and hit the second level and get their linebackers because if they do, it's going to be a just long game because mm-hmm. then they're going to start hitting stuff over the top. You can't stop the run. You're dead. And, and, I mean, they know that, which means they're going to be put in some tough man situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that means, guess what? Darius Williams, time to earn this money. Yeah. Tyson Campbell, t- time to start playing up to the idea that you are one of the best young corners in the league. Mm-hmm. This, again, this becomes a game about where, who, who do you want to be right now? This is them as a team. Yeah. As a team, who do you want to be? What do you want to put out there in a game that is important? The number one crew is coming from uh, CBS, Fox, right? Yep, from Fox. Fox, yep. Fox yeah. okay. So the number one crew will be here, right? Who do you want to be right now when everybody's got their eyes on you? Yeah. Do you want to be a team that does re- what happened with Detroit when you, you lose by 30? Or do you want to be this team? Okay, this is who we are. This is who we are moving forward. I, I, I would be saying that in the locker room right now. So Who do you want to show right now? Yeah, what do you want to be? And, and it is, it's one thing to, to dream it, believe it, but you got to deliver on it. That means you got to have the skill 
the talent, the game plan, all of it to come together. And and I hope, I hope that that's where we're headed uh, in, in the city of Jacksonville and that this is finally going to be a team that can go out and be feared. There aren't too many teams that we could point back to in recent history that were feared by other football teams. This one's got the potential to be feared. The fact that Ingram came up big last week, the fact that Zay Jones bounced back from a poor game the week before and made just unbelievable plays, including that circus catch, and, and Kirk doing, you know, all those guys were involved. But they've got to stop a team that right now is third in points per game. They're right at 28. They, they average four touchdowns per game. Jacksonville's averaging about 22, 22, 22 and a half points. They got to make sure. Cowboys defense, third in points allowed, just over 17. So you got to make sure that you get you when you go down in the red zone, you better walk out with a touchdown. I feel like we spent so many weeks early on this year wondering, you know, are we going to get good Trevor or bad Trevor? Mm-hmm. Well, now you have good Trevor. You have good Trevor. Now it's become which defense yeah. will we get? Will we see? I personally think because of the threat to run the ball, and it was interesting talking to some people at the stadium yesterday and the day before when I was down there. Um, that they suggested that Andrew Wingard might not play that much with Andre Cisco back at full health. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I think Cisco and Rayshon Jenkins will be your starting safeties. But personally speaking, I feel like you go back to that three safety look you ran against the Ravens to stop the run. Like, yeah, you kind of sell out against the pass then and you don't want to do that against this Cowboys team. But I think you will still see more of a three safety look, especially heaven forbid the Jaguars get down early. Yeah, they they might try it and just kind of hybrid it out. But if especially early, they might do it because the Cowboys are running the football seventh in the league, over 144 yards a game. Uh, and Zeke Elliott, by the way, right now scored half dozen touchdowns uh, or half dozen games with a scoring touchdown. He's trying to join Emmett for seven in a row. That, that means you're doing something pretty good. Plus, Pollard's elite. Yeah. Man. Oh my gosh. He's, he's definitely come on big time of late. All right. So if you got a key to how the Jaguars beat, the Dallas Cowboys, you can do the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure, 641101010. Uh, JJ will update the Twitter poll question uh, in just a moment, but it is it is very simple. Who plays better at quarterback, Dak or Trevor? And, and so, uh, we have a quarterback who's running away with it. I won't give it away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is a tease, ladies and gentlemen, especially from a, well, I don't know, a city that might be right now in love with their number 16, but we'll tell you what it is next. <laughs> It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. JJ, this is the Scorpions now. Sounds well like done. a totally different group. Well done. This is real, big I don't know hair. what Joe was telling. I, 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 I get the connection to what Joe was trying to do, but this is the Scorpions. Don't lull us to sleep on a big hair, heavy metal Friday. Can't do it. Can't do it. The text line demanded it. I want to be alive. On a Friday. Uh, speaking of alive, apparently Zach Wilson is. That's mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah, the Jets' uh, one-time quarterback is now back in the starting role. Uh, the Jaguars, of course, will play the Jets following Sunday's game against the Cowboys. Not that we're looking too far ahead, but should just be on the on the radar. Oh, it's, a, it's a dream come true if it's number one versus number two next Thursday when Jacksonville takes on New York. Mike White. Now, remember we had the uh, Tennessee Titan player that was crying? Mike White should be crying now and because 
He's been broken in half. He's a broken man. Uh, what did I don't know? If we, got yeah, the sound we, we do have we do have the sound. Yes, J, JJ has day. that sound for it's us. It's unbelievable. So he's got these broken ribs, and apparently I feel bad for him. He yeah. did everything he possibly could to play, um, but apparently the Jets' medical staff would not clear Mike White. So obviously, you know, things kind of get the, the medical clearance. I mean, yeah. what, what was the news like for you? When did you realize you weren't probably going to be able to go? I mean, just kind of take us through with the last 24, 48 hours. Yeah, that. I mean, I, I think I've tried talking to almost 10 doctors to just try to find somebody to clear me, and they just won't. And, and I completely understand why, but, I mean, I've, I'm always going to try to fight like hell to, to be out on the field with my guys. And so it's, it's frustrating, but um, just kind of part of football part of life that you got to deal with and, and be there for your guys and in other ways you know I might not be on the field but I'll be there on the sidelines helping Zach helping in any way possible and and, and the most important thing above all of this is is winning because we need to start going on a run if we want to get to where we want to go and, and that is what's what's most important but he, he sounds like the guy that was number two pick overall you know that is just dying to get back on the field and don't want to let his guys down because he was basically given this job. Yeah. Uh, by Robert Solomon yeah. over the last couple of weeks. And and our doctor George mm-hmm. Barrios told us many times if you have a fractured rib, mm-hmm. then you're talking about a potential punctured lung. Well, he and, can't play. And also, you can't shoot that area up very. Yeah, he's not playing Thursday either. It's not happening. Yeah. I wish we had Leon still here just so we could ask. I mean, locker room wise, mm-hmm. what is that going to be like? For Robert Sala to now have turn have to turn back to Zach Wilson, who apparently Mike White did practice a little bit this week, or at least I guess he got the mental reps or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson will get all the reps today and tomorrow at Jets practice. But I'm I mean, if you're those guys, you know what else two weeks get? two weeks after he got benched, they had Mike White shirts yeah. on. You know what else he's gonna get? Uh Zach is gonna get a little PR course in ha- how to handle the press, okay, and how to be a little more dignified. Uh, with the responsibilities got leading the team. I guarantee you that. Well, Robert Sala did meet the press this morning, and uh, here is my favorite quote from his press conference. On Zach Wilson, he says, he's the same quarterback that once went 18 for 18 in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if, he's, if, if Robert Sala is now having to go back to bowl game performances by Zach Wilson to build him back up, I think that tells you where they are right now. That and- was uh, – was it this? Yeah, it was this one, I guess, the, uh, the Boca Raton Bowl. Mm-hmm. against UCF. I'm telling you, it's starting to all line up a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. It's starting to line up. You mean just facing just Zach? everything, oh, man. Yeah. It's starting yeah. to line up. you got a prove-it game at home. you got a little momentum on you. Your quarterback's playing is better than he ever has. Your defense got four turnovers last week. It's starting to line up for this team. And I hate it. to say this because yeah. I've been the guy who's been way on the other side. Mm-hmm. But you've got a chance to really prove something this week. You win yeah. this game this week, and you've got three winnable games the rest of the way that could change the course of this franchise for years to come, not just this year, years to come. And, look, I'm such a Doug Peterson fan. You guys know that. I've referred to him as the most professional hire they've made since Tom Coughlin uh, and a proven guy That's with a, a plan. Of- <laughs> Honestly, you think about that. That's something else. Um, but we also quite possibly could have the best quarterback on the field on Sunday, just ask uh, Duval, uh, JJ, pay off the uh, the popularity contest between quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah, so right now it looks like. Well, the question is, who will have a better game on Sunday, Dak or Trev? Trev running away with it 
84% right now. <laughs> yeah. As you might have predicted. Yes. Brought to you by Beaver Toyota of St. Augustine. Yeah. As you might have predicted, this is a teal town, uh, not a star-led uh, town. But I, I think more than anything else, most of the fans are pretty pumped about what they've seen. They're not going into this game with a guy that they're feeling a little uncertain about. They're, they're over the moon for their guy right now. And by the way, you've had – You've had Dak Prescott make a few mistakes here in recent weeks, and we'll find out whether this defense can riddle him or not. Now, we already mentioned the numbers. They score a lot. They run it well, and it's just a matter of whether or not this team can do something defensively. They get to the quarterback, too. That's an issue. Yeah. That's going to be a problem. Well, you know what else? That's going to be a problem. I want one other thing I'm really, really wishing for on Sunday, and this is a Cam Robinson, Jawan Taylor ask, okay? Do not let Dante Fowler in the backfield. Okay, do not let Dante Fowler in the backfield. Do not let him get to Trevor. Do not let him stand up and celebrate anything. A TFL, a, none of it, none of it. Make sure you keep Dante out of the backfield. It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. You can check them out online. You can take a look at all their Google reviews. First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, they manufacture the metal to make sure that you get the best in quality. The trim that goes along with it is so important, and you can do it on your home, right over the top of your shingles. Make sure it's very affordable. Make sure it lasts. You can do it all with First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, and if you don't have a contractor, they'll help you. And don't forget, roofing contractors, take advantage of the 1010 Special. 10% off your first order, 10% off your second. That is your bottom line profit talking to you right there. So make sure you get in touch with First Coast Metal Roofing Supply and check them out. Got a barn burner of a game, Miami of Ohio and UAB. Uh, I am now looking at uh, uh, old Texas San Antonio and Troy a little bit later on to see what happens there. Meet me. Yep, that's a uh, that's a good bunch of roadrunners now. Okay, they can score, they can score, they can score. Uh, but let's talk real quick about Florida and Oregon State. And we mentioned the numbers of players that won't be available for Florida. They are a 10-point dog in this game. They went from a 4-point dog to a 10-point underdog. This is the mighty SEC against that bunch out there in Pac-12 land. It's hard to believe, but that's basically what the portal has done to Florida because Billy's just trying to run a lot of guys off. But before we talk about that one, Maddie, you you threw a number out. Right, from, speaking of the portal. From from Texas A&M. So you have to understand this now, okay? Jimbo's had Jimbo Fisher's had four straight classes that were ranked within the top six or seven. One of them number one, one of them number three, and the other one, one four, I think, and then the other one like right. seven. And he actually set okay? a record this year for buying the most expensive recruiting class. Allegedly. That's a record. Allegedly. He's got another another top ten class coming this this recruiting, this recruiting cycle, okay? cycle. So, so when I say this, keep that in perspective. That the last four, how good they've been. Okay, Texas A&M has twenty-three players. Okay, twenty-three in the portal. Wow, twenty-three. It doesn't happen to name like class, like freshman, junior, sophomore, or anything like no. that, does it? Twenty-three in the portal. Three are leaving for the draft. Twenty-six players. Twenty-six. Thirty-one percent of the eighty-five scholarship limit. Will be gone from that team. Yeah. Wow. It's basically wow. an entire recruiting class is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's the idea of him just they're not going to fire him. That don't don't believe that because they will fire him. Right. Well, they'll just they'll just take one more. They'll year. find yeah right right yeah. they'll just find they'll find some deep pocket 
oil oil businessman that's got enough. Mm-hmm. It's got eighty million to throw away, and that'll be it. That'll okay. end it. Check and my UCO stock. The they'll also not going here's another thing too. Right. Maybe yeah. somebody who they'll, owns one of these oil painting museums in Fort Worth can chip oh in. The, here's what. College Station ain't going that to, far away. Jimbo's going to want to coach again. He's not going to want to ride off in the sunset. So what they'll do is he and Jimmy Sexton will sit down with the A&M and they'll say, okay, let's mitigate this thing. Mm-hmm. We'll get, we'll take $40 million instead of $80 million. Or we'll take $30 million. Because if Jimbo says, no, I'm taking everything, I want all $80 million, he won't get hired again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's no way. It won't happen. With, he, I'm sure he wants to coach again, too. With Bobby Petrino off to UNLV to become the offense coordinator for Barry Odom, who becomes the quarterback's coach OC? Because I'm assuming Jimbo Fisher still has to hire one, right? He After the disaster that was this year. He's, well, he was he had talked to Bobby Petrino. So, and fortunately that didn't work because God only knows what that would have been like. Jimbo and Bobby Petrino, maybe two of the biggest egos in the entire coaching fraternity, uh, running on running one offense because there's no way Jimbo could have given that offense up to him completely. No mm-hmm. way. Um, I don't know. He's gonna have to hire a guy who who's a young guy, who's a charismatic guy who's a guy that knows how to coach quarterbacks and a guy who doesn't mind the head coach micromanaging everything, doesn't mind the head coach. All he does. Right. Doesn't mind the head coach lifting up the hood a little bit and seeing what's going on. Mm -hmm. So those are rare guys, man. So I don't know who he's going to hire. He's either going to hire a guy that he knows that's not one of those young dynamic guys, a guy like the guy he just fired, Daryl Dickey, Mm -hmm. um, or he's going to, he's just going to give in finally and just say, all right, I'm going to hire, let's say, like Jason Cano from Toledo, who I think would be a great hire, the head coach of Toledo, mm-hmm. and just say, all right, Jason, it's your offense. Take it. Go. Yeah, I, I, I don't just, know if he can do it, but it would, be, it would be very smart for him if he could. Yeah, I haven't seen anything in his DNA that says I'm willing to relinquish. Well, he, he said right after, after the LSU control. game, he said there's nothing wrong. Yeah, uh, he, he's a, he's he thinks a, he's got a quarterback now. He's a nutbag is what uh, he his is. His third time's the charm, right? All right, that's what they say. He does have a quarterback right now. Connor Williams is a really good player. Yeah. My but. question, though, so 23 players in the portal, if he thinks that he's fine after that LSU win, I'm sure he thinks he's fine and he's going to replace those 23 players with 23 better players. My question, Matt, is can he? Is that reality? Are, will Do players want to go play for Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M right now? And I understand there's NIL money potentially involved. Well, he's got another top ten class going on, and, and yeah, the NIL money absolutely helps. He just got a five star that that uh, Florida wanted, Texas wanted. He lost another five star actually to Texas. Um, yeah, the NIL money's going to help, no doubt about it. And guys are going to want to play where they where they can play number one, and who's going to give them the most money number two, or either way around. You can swap those either way actually for for most guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he he's he's got the ability for for guys to go in there and play right away. So I could see that happening, especially in the offensive skill positions. Um, yeah, guys are going to go there. They're going to get paid, and they're going to go there. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of can he develop them, or is he going to be the guy that finally says, all right, what I'm doing hasn't worked. We've won more than eight games once. You know, and what, I'm, what I'm doing is not working. It was the highest-rated class never to make a bowl game. Right. That's and it a was, hell of a thing. Right, and it was you also – You only have to I mean, win half and, to make a bowl game. And to be fair, you know when they when they had his best season, that was a COVID season, mm-hmm. and everybody was just in disarray. Yeah. So and whenever when everybody's even and the tables even, they haven't won more than eight games. Mm-hmm. So at some point he's got to say, "Okay, I'm not doing something right." And yeah. can he do it? Will he do it? We'll see. Yeah. Plus, as Dan Mullen said, they were putting too many people into that stadium. Anyways, that was the reason they were winning those games. I mean, Dan Mullen season. would be a great hire for him. Would be a great hire. You're JJ. Hire somebody to be a, to be your quarterback's coach and OC. Yeah, I I I really thank you, JJ. I think he would be a great OC. Yeah. He would he yeah. would be a fantastic hire for him. Yeah, Don't it, you think that we're being unfair about like 
Jimbo's season last year compared, like when bringing up his recruiting class from last year, like how many freshmen just step into the SEC immediately and just completely change the program and put in on like that's not how it works. Well, but when Jimbo, you got to give these guys a couple seasons. You can't just be like, oh, these he had the best recruiting class ever in 2022. How come he didn't win anything in 2022? It's yeah, like the, the only that's problem not is how it works. Yeah, the only problem is is that if you do go over a four year at if you average out his four years of recruiting, he's right. among the but best. But last year was the one where right. he got no, all. No, the yeah, I, I get also, that part of it. Also, if you're gonna throw haymakers at Saban, who does bring in freshmen who immediately have an impact, and part of that is because of just the cycle of year after year having top ten, top fifteen classes, mm-hmm. top five classes. At the same time, if you're gonna, you know blow the smoke, then you better have be ready for it. Well, yeah. And, Does and Alabama just, have a lot of true freshmen that start? I No, no. What you're, saying, what you're saying is correct. Most of them are either like redshirt is still a little bit of a, of a funky thing now because most of these guys want to stick around for three years. But, yes, most of them have at least one year under their belt, and then a redshirt freshman may pop up and plus, star. Plus, let's be, let's be intellectually honest here, JJ, okay? He had eight. Players, all five-star guys, eight in the top 25. The top 25 players in the nation, according to the 24-7 sports yeah. composite. Eight of the Greatest 25. Class ever. Eight of the 25. Okay, I'm going to name these guys. Now, you, you explain to me if you've heard them from this past season, okay? You ready? Walter Nolan. You know who he is? No. Okay. Shamar Stewart. You know who he is? No. Okay, he I mean, I'm not going to know any player. of these guys. Evan I don't Stewart. Watch, you know who Evan like, Stewart Texas is. He's A&M. the receiver. Evan Stewart's the receiver. Okay. LT Overton. Didn't do anything. Gabriel Downley, uh, Brownlow, Dinley didn't do anything. Connor Wigman did at the end of the season, okay? And Shamar Denver, started. Denver he, Harris is now in the portal. He's gone. Okay, so one of them is Chris gone. Marshall, I believe, also was in the portal. I'm not sure if he is or not, but neither one of those guys. So one guy, actually, mm-hmm. one guy of those seven guys yeah. actually made an impact. And the only reason he made an impact That's what I is because say. Max Johnson didn't and because Haynes King did. Yeah, they went through it. That was their third guy under center through injury. But that's sort of what I'm saying. I would expect Although Evan Stewart, that, too, guys. Though. Evan yeah. Stewart's a really good player. Yeah, and I guess, what, I guess what, what, we're, what we will find out, J.J., is if those guys that were part of this greatest recruiting class ever are stars next year. Exactly. Yeah, if they can turn, I'm if willing he can, to give them a little bit more time. Right. Unless these guys are the ones hopping in the portal, then right. that's bad. But to Joe's, I, I will tell. I will give Joe this. average rank is the problem. I right. will give Joe this. He's been there a minute. If you have right. seven guys in the top 25, you better have more than two of them. If, you're, if more than two are not impacting your team. Right away? Then it's, yes, then it's developing then. Okay. Yeah. You're not developing them right. Yeah. And, and they just come and go so fast. And just for what it's worth, this is a, a texter saying this on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Not sure if it's true or not, but A&M recruiting class is outside of the top 15 for 2023. So mm. it's, it's, it's at least I just catching. Up. It's 15 right now. Yeah, okay, so right there. But they're, so right they're there. in the mix for like two five-star guys, which yeah. will move them. So it, it's, well, yeah. it might be catching him. It might not be. Who knows? Did the All Pancake right. Man choose Miami <laughs> yeah, over did. A&M? Pancake uh, Honcho. No, over Florida. Pancake Honcho. Miami over Florida. Yeah, Billy missed again. He yeah. did. Miami, Miami Murph was just celebrating that one big time, man. He was eating pancakes at IHOP last night. Hacker uh, did not like, by the way, when I said he lost again. He did not like that. Yeah, well. The primetime train is back on the Ruiz train. Correct Nor- me if I'm on the tracks, I should Nor say. Nor did he like when it's I told him that Lagway, DJ Lagway, he's a great quarterback. Yeah. He's like a four-star for a couple, couple yeah. of the sites. Yeah. Oh, he's a five-star for a lot of them, too, though, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's not a lot of difference between four and five. By the way, on the subject. Let me tell you something. There is a big difference between <laughs> four and five. I don't care what we're talking about. Billy has anyway. been good at getting quarterbacks. 
But um, the rest of the positions, Miami's right, we're running. On the subject of Hacker, though, make yeah. sure you go check out Guggen Hoops, folks. Oh, yeah. You won't be disappointed. It's awesome. I love him. No, it, it, it is. 1010XL's uh, social media, YouTube channels. It's priceless. Hacker going up against uh, the Gateway Conference, Duval County's leading assist getter, second leading scorer from a year ago, Caleb Williams. Not that Caleb Williams. The Caleb Williams here locally at a rebolt. You're not going to want to miss it. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet, keeping 1010XL on track with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Frank Frangi, live and in living color, get ready for the Frangi show uh, with a, I think a Friday uh, anticipation type of day, Frank. People are fired up for this game on Sunday. First of all, we got bowls today. Oh, yeah, we okay, do. Are you watching the bowls? Yeah, I am. Watching I'm watching bowls? Miami plus with 11 with, with interest. You, give me, you gave me UAB in Miami of Ohio on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. I'm having a goddamn good day. I the don't Bahamas know, just, just, Bowl, too. Doggone right. They're the sporting some good uh, Hawaiian <laughs> yes, shirts. They are. And you throw in a Hawaiian shirt on top uh, of all the rest of that? Love it. I'm and we're talking, we might uh, even tape it and have some wings tonight watching. Well, right? yes. Yeah, I mean, I hope i got to break oh, it down. Oh, he's DVR in this bad boy. Break down but the stats. You're going to have to fight because you got the TSA versus uh, Troy. Uh, yeah. Later, how about that? The Roadrunners. It, it, it is so good. Like yeah. I'm going to be able to concentrate on the show when that's on. Yeah, for exactly. God's sake, okay. Well, you kidding me? It, I we were we were joking earlier. Just some of these lines that have moved. Yeah. The Gators were a four point dog, now a ten point dog. Somebody doesn't like Jack Miller. Why do you yeah. got to hate on Jack Miller? <laughs> Maddie, what the hell? Yeah. Stay away Oof. from those bowls, man. In yeah. a scene, in a scene eerily reminiscent oh, of oh, the Jaguars yeah. and the Giants yeah. earlier this year. Miami of Ohio just came up two yards short oh, wow. of what would have been the go-ahead touchdown. Oh, how about the that? pain? Time expired. The Roethlisberger pain. Well, I mean, it's a, this bowl they, season just started. Oh yeah. yeah, the Red Storm or whatever they're called now. <laughs> yeah, and you don't think that uh, came all the way back from ten nothing to make twenty seventeen, and yeah. then uh, UAB. Yeah. Why'd they have to change that? The Red Storm or whatever I don't they're, even called know what they're called. Ben Roethlisberger is on the sideline. Though, so I, I, still I mean, the did he go? Oh, yeah, he's there. I just got yeah. fined today for calling San Diego yeah. the Chargers. Or, yeah. 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 Let me yeah, ask you this. Because they're not there ben, anymore. Ben supported yeah. his college in the Bahamas. I wonder if they were playing in Buffalo if he'd have been there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Would, yeah. No, would, uh, he'd have passed on that one. Hey, I'm excited about Sunday. I'm serious about that. I love the fact it's going to be packed. I, joking aside, I think it's it's hard to pick the Jags over a ten win team, but I think it's gonna be a heck of a game. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I think it's gonna be a fun game. I, I am jacked up. For well, this. that's what they need. Uh, and and more than anything else, this is a, a high powered scoring team. Yeah, this is a very good defensive team. They've doubled Jacksonville yeah. in sacks. So both sides of their team is good, but we've also seen a lot of, of ugly come out of but, Dallas. But ha- yeah, because hasn't Dak been just okay? Don't y'all think he's yeah, been just times, okay? Yeah. Nine interceptions in eight games. Yeah. Uh, he's just – and they run the ball in the Jags. And I'm being hopeful guy here. Yeah. But the Jags match up better with physical running teams than they do teams that throw first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Lions are a throw first, run second team, and they they, they murdered the Jags. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the, the Ravens and the, obviously the, the, Titans. the Titans who yeah. like to run it, so me, I'm rich. I'm trying here. Okay, I'm str- I'm going all I Why can not? here. I'm trying to find positivity in Christmas season. Hey, I think it's easier to find positives in the Jags game than it is perhaps that game in Las Vegas tomorrow. Yeah, that may be hard. That one may be hard. I think the Jags game you can definitely find positives, yeah, but you, uh, that one tomorrow, you, that you get tough. happy on that the, one, Frank. You the, bet on it. That's the, how you the, get happy. The on Jack that. Miller. The Jack. Yeah. Miller, yeah, I love yeah. you. <laughs> if I had to count the re, if yeah. I had to list all the reasons why you're my idol, yeah. I, you know what? I'd need a second legal pad. Is what I would need. So the, but you know what? I I will say this. To, to the point, I want to watch Jack Miller. He may be terrible. Did you see Edgar's Thompson story on him today? Mm-mm. It was just fantastic. Did you know? I, did, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. That the reason he got there is that he, his dad was a real estate guy in, in like Central Florida, and became buddies with Urban and Tebow. 
And so it so all they, comes full circle. Yeah, I didn't. Happy it, anniversary it, to you too, Frank. Did y'all know that? I didn't, so so they all. I didn't. I didn't know this. And then then Urban became buddies with the dad, mm-hmm. and that's how he got Ohio. Listen, I'm all about knowledge. Okay, yeah. it's what I am. I'm about. I'm a knowledge. And guy. his high school performance record, pretty dang yeah, good. Yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping. See, see, so, do you realize how much positivity I brought to this room? Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, you know, Joe's negative guy. Yeah. You're kind of negative guy. Me is the only positive person in here. You're, <laughs> I'm you got, an elf. I got it all happens. this. I got all this negativity in here. So hey, we're going to talk all about the games coming up. We're very excited. We got some picks. We got Loser Monday. It's all coming up in just a bit. All right. Sounds good, Frank. We appreciate it. Right, when do you get our picks here? Because yeah. this is a big game. Yeah. It, it is a big look. I I I want this. I want this badly. Okay. And and I think that there certainly is, is it's possible. But I'm just looking at a competitive ball game, one score game. I do not think. Uh, the Jaguars come out on top. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, it would be awesome. But I'm looking at a 2-1 and one finish before you meet the Titans. All right. Uh, and that's just hugely important. However you get there, who are you picking? Yeah. Cowboys, 27. Jaguars, 23. In a situation eerily similar to what we saw just happen in the Bahamas Bowl. I'm going, I'm but, going. To, but, but the Chargers win. So 2-1. and one. I'm going 33-30, Jags. Woo! I love it. I love it. Nothing wrong with it. And you know what? In the, in the in the words of Justin Prosser, you can knock it out at Six Flags tonight. So that's that's awesome that you did that. All right, now we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here with a little fire uh, for your weekend, courtesy of Big John Henderson uh, and our Big Hair Heavy Metal Friday. Thanks to First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, Joe C, MLB Me, O'Brien, Matty Hayes, Big Sirs, JJ, hit it. Come on, Joe. That ain't good enough. You got to set the blood out my mouth. Let's go, baby. Woo!